Welcome to a brand new episode of Views of an X Podcast, and I'm your host, Lama. I'd like to thank y'all all for tuning in as each and every week I bring you an episode of Somebody Talking About the X. And this week, we're up to episode 38, and it features Skip from BK. He's a comedian, actor, podcaster, and just an all-around content creator. I reached out to Skip a while ago to be on this podcast, but at the time, he wasn't ready. He said he was still healing from something, and I gave him some time, and he reached out and was like, I would love to be on your podcast now. Now, this episode was supposed to happen a long time ago, but I didn't want to do it over Zoom. With him, I wanted to do it in person. So fast forward, Skip, Tasha Talks A Lot, and myself all got together at his job to record this episode in person. And this guy came prepared. He had a laptop filled with notes about his exes, how he wanted to break the story down, everything. Like, i never seen nothing like it, so I was laughing. And Skip, he listens to this podcast every week, and he shows a lot of love. So when it was time to interview him, he just jumped right in, talking about his ex and how they met and everything like that. So I had to cut him off a bit just for him to breathe and for me to get some questions out. Because he had it all set, like how he was going to do this episode. And can talk a million miles an hour, like i never seen that like it. Now in this episode, you may hear the word slacks. Only because Skip got on Twitter and was like, no disrespect, but who wears a wife beater on a date? It's only button-ups and slacks for dates. And Twitter let him have it. Like, if you pull up that tweet right now and just look at the comments, it's a good laugh. Thank me later if you do. But we recorded a great episode, and Skip got very vulnerable in this one. He shed some light on a lot of things that he was going through personally and had some gems in here. He's a very smart, intelligent, and calculated dude, I must say. And it made me look at him in a different light. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Feel free to leave feedback, comments, and go to viewsofnx.com and purchase a shirt, uh, subscribe and everything like that, leave a rating, and I'll be back next Thursday. Oh, and don't forget to check out previous episodes, such as last week, episode 37 featuring Khadijah. This is the first time ever someone has took full accountability of their actions and spoke maturely about a situation that went downhill. Check it out, leave feedback on that one and other episodes if you like. But in the meantime, enjoy episode 38 featuring Skip from BK, and I'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye. Skip, I was supposed to have you before COVID, right? Yeah, we were ready before. You did but your questionnaire way beforehand. I looked at the old one compared to now. You changed the little things, little little bit of things up. Did you switch the girl? Oh no, the same girl. Because uh, I just feel like that was the one where we'll have like a very productive conversation. This is like the first kind of like ex ever, yeah, and it yeah. sets the tone for a lot of other things. So gotcha. if I came in like two, three years later for other exes, like this is the one that sets the tone. Yeah, you was hesitant about coming on the show. I asked you like a long time ago, and he was like, nah, I had to wait. What I mean, the reason why is because, and we're going to use code names, so we're talking about Serena today. <laughs> I was dealing Wait, with Rihanna. So We're in person. You got me at your office. Yes. This is good. Not my office. It's just safe, though, guys. Yeah, stay safe. We're, right. we're social distance. We have Tasha, we have Tasha. In person. We have I, in I person. We're safe. Sense. We got the wipes on the table and the hand sanitizer. We're very right. safe we in this office. Masks. We got all that. We're not talking everything. with them right now, but we got <laughs> yeah. them. Everything. But 
continue what you were saying. Yeah, so I'm saying at the time I was dealing with uh, Rihanna. So that's the code name for that. That ex, that was the Rihanna. recent ex where it was like the savage one. So I was like hurting. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's no way I could tell a story about that. But it's like, you could talk about another ex. It's like, are you right? So let me process. But then, I mean, by that time I was dealing with Serena at that time. So it was kind of like. Serena's another code name. Serena is for the young lady we're talking about today. Oh, so okay. that's a different code oh, name. Wow. So I've got to ask the fake name. So her name yeah. is Serena. Yeah. All right. So let's start. <laughs> who, who is Skip? They called you Howard downstairs. I didn't even know your name. So oh, Skip damn. is your uh, nickname. Your real name is Howard. Yeah. So quick backstory. So uh, real name is Howard. Uh, my government name because I'm a junior. So I really prefer to go by Skip. That's yeah. my own identity. I don't really like junior and anything like that. Um, Skip is like a shortened version of Skippy from junior high school. So mm-hmm. uh, if anybody's went to Andre's Huddy in Brooklyn, like between the years 2001 to 2006, you'll probably have heard that name of like Skippy. But when I got older, it's like, I'm trying to get girls. I'm not really trying to call myself Skippy. <laughs> so I saw like what, you know, Puff Daddy, you know, yeah. you went from Puff Daddy, P Diddy to Diddy. So I was like, I'm just going to like shorten it. So people back then that knew me as Skippy, they still call me that, but I prefer to go Skipper now. It's like Skip from BK. I know. So it's like, it's different. It's like growth with it. But she met me around the time of I was making that transition from Skippy to Skip. Well, how so. old though? So when we meet our, you know, love interest, yeah. Serena, the reason why I call her Serena because she had a body like Serena Williams. So it was like uh-huh. crazy. She was yeah. overdeveloped at a young age. It was like, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> oh, this uh, was like high schoolers? Yeah. yeah. So it was like, um, I met her like in a technical drawing class, uh, second half of freshman year. So it was like, we were like 14. All right. So yeah, it was yeah. just like, and we, I went to Brooklyn Tech. So if you, anybody who goes to Are Brooklyn Tech. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> I'm not smart at all. We, we all had to do technical drawing classes. So you all had right. to have like the T squares and all those particular type of pencils. So I was like, look, who is this like honey here? Because in, in that special high school, there's not a lot of black people, right? So yeah. it was like, you're going to gravitate to, smart, yeah, you looking Asian at the people. girls be like, mm-hmm. I'm not really trying to talk to the, to the white Johns and the Asian Johns. Spanish is kind of like, eh. So I was like, I need some black girls because, you know, I grew up in Queens. So when I grew up in Queens, I moved to Brooklyn around like the third or fourth grade. So that's when before I wasn't seeing black girls. So I was like, oh, we got white girls. But then I was like, I saw black girls. I was like, I I thought I was in a candy store. I was like, oh, my God, they're so bad. Like all these colors and complexions and stuff. You see the bodies. I was like trying to be respectful, but it was just it was tasty. Um, (laughs) So flash forward to that, it was just like. I was just in honor with her because, like, how she was, like, she carried herself, how she took seriously her studies. But at that time, she had a boyfriend. So I was like, you know, I think people be having, like, episodes of Dirty Mac, and I didn't care. He didn't go to our school. He wasn't that smart. He was, like, one of those local schools. I didn't care. I was on her ass every day. Damn. Like, every day freshman year, bro. Yeah. So let me, let me cut you off right Yeah, cut me off. Describe yourself in high school. What was you like? Man, I was... I'm Stefan now. I was Steve <laughs> then. I was like, I had messed up teeth. Like, my teeth were kind of like messed up now, but I was wearing braces. I was fat and chubby. I had like the glasses. Yeah, well, not like fat, but I was like a little chubby. I was like a little chubby. Like, you can see the bigness. Like, it wasn't like Fat Albert big. Yeah, no yeah. respect to Fat Albert. Not trying to be fat phobic, but it was just like, I was kind of like a little chunky, a little hefty. So I wasn't pulling no drawings for yeah. a while, bro. So it was just like, this girl's actually giving me like the time of days of talking to me. So it's not yeah. like we're dating because she has a boyfriend and she's not a terrible person. Yeah. <laughs> but it was just like she, yeah. So it was just like, oh, this cute girl talking to me. And it's like, she actually wants to be my friend. I was like, okay, I'm down with the shenanigans. So I think she breaks up with him 
think sophomore year. Yeah. When did I get happy? I was like, it was like sophomore year, mid sophomore year. I was like, yes, he's out yeah. the paint. But <laughs> but when it comes to that, it's like there was a lot of immaturity. Even now, I'm still undoing male immaturity because women be like tolerating us, and sometimes we do fuckery. Yeah. But there's a lot of times, know. there's a lot of times that we have the lane and we have the basket, and we'll do like dumb things, like like messed up things. Where I'll do like little playful things, but it's like I should have did that. Like yeah, it was just yeah. like really childish. So every time I could have dated her, like in high school, I. Fucked up the bag. Like I basically was just like, yeah, no. Moment. <laughs> I'm trying to think of many, but they're all over the same time. It was just like basically talking yourself out of the. Yeah, but yeah, but I'll give you an exact one because I was thinking it's like I was talking myself up. It's like yo, I'm next in line, I'm about to be like her mm-hmm. man type type of stuff. But it's really like I'm not talking to her. It's like yeah. people's like yo, you hang around like I'm about to say her name. You you hang around Serena <laughs> and all that type of stuff. It's like yeah, man, that's my lady and stuff like that. But she's not my lady yet. But I was speaking it into mm-hmm. existence. But the problem is you can't speak into existence until the job's done. Like you can say it to your friends, yeah. but not to other people because oh, in high school, people? you see, it was childish. It was dumb. Like again, I was very naive even just stupid like i wasn't like i didn't play the game right yeah, yeah. so it was a lot of things where it's like yo why would you do that like yeah i fuck with you but you haven't secured the bag yet it's like a lot of things where she would like have her attention elsewhere so i would kind of like every time i was like there it was like nah so i was like i'm gonna fall back and give like respect and i start talk, talking to other girls but every time i would like talk to other girls and basically so, wait hold my foot even though you was like nerdy and stuff like that you still had confidence to talk to other girls I was funny. I was always funny. So it's like, it's kind of like when you have, yeah. So when you're a funny person, regardless of how you look, it's not like I'm, I was bagging girls, but the people love being around me even like now. So I'm just, I'm, I've always been this person. It's just now I look more attractive doing it, but I was always wisecracking. I was always like the person. So people love being around me. People have been roasting me since I was 12. So (laughs) So I know. Yeah. So, so we talk about like, you know, button ups and slacks or whatever, (laughs) you know, I'm used to it because I've been in those positions where it's like, damn, bro. It's like, I just have to eat it. But at that time I was insecure. So I'll be like fighting against it. But I feel like a lot of times when it's your time to get roasted, nah. just sit back. Comedians are the ones that they, they, they can't take it sometimes. I mean, it depends. Like, I'm I'm at peace with myself now, yeah. but when I was, like, 14, it's different. You're more insecure where it's like, I don't look that good. I don't feel that good about myself. So there's a lot of things where you kind of get more aggressive towards, yeah. like, the roasting, which looking back at it, it's like... Man, I look better than most of these dudes that were like coming at me now. I can pull all these drones <laughs> now, but it's like that's 2020 is like everything. Yeah. But when you're thinking about that, it's like, yeah, I will talk to other girls. And they were mad at other girls like me. I have no idea why, right? Yeah. But in my mind, it's like this is the first girl that really got to know me. That was like my first best friend and everything. We're talking Aww. to her late night. We on aim, like, you know, like when you hear like that thing, dong. You aim. when you care about like who signs in, it's like I'm talking to these other people. But it's like, oh, she's in full focus on her. Like, yeah. chicka, 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 chicka. So it's like you know, regardless of what it is, we didn't really get serious until like senior year. Like, but that yeah. was dumb because she was going away to school and I'm still here. So it's like this is where I'm Wait, starting. Let me cut you off, Skip. <laughs> you have to go ahead. All right. Yeah, talk to me. Where you at now? I wanted to like introduce yourself. Like, where oh, okay. Now, everything you was already jumping into the story. My fault. Um, but good. <laughs> like, tell people who you are. Skip the comedian. Everything like that. Yeah, I'm just messing up the whole format, guys. Nah, uh, fine. Yeah. So <laughs> you want to right now? Like, I'm ready to talk. Uh, I'm a comedian slash actor slash host. Um, I write for my website called Cove Alpha. I have a mm. podcast called Dreams Money Can Buy, and it's just. Uh, 
I'm getting in my creative bag, like really just figuring out ways to get content out. You know, I do hype up a lot of other platforms, you know, like Lama and Tasha and everybody else that does, you know, content and just being like, I would call myself the plug of the city. That's something that I've been trying to, yeah, I've been trying to like use that moniker since like 2015 of just being like that person is like, oh, you need someone like this. I know these people. And it's like, yo, you should work with these people, collaborate. So it's like some of my friends call me like Nick Fury of like black creatives of like, yo, you should guys should work together type stuff. So that's where I am currently right now. All right. Does that take away the shine of your stuff when you do that? I think, and this is something recently that, uh, shout out to LaShawn from What's a Good Guy. Uh, It's not that it takes away the shine. It's that sometimes... I focus on other people's projects and I kind of get scared to share mine. Like with comedy, I'm not scared because I've done it for a while. But when it comes to like my own platform, sometimes I'm a little scared to share that stuff, Why? which is weird because I'm so removed. Because when I'm supporting my friends, it's easy. You've done it already. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sharing it here on Instagram, yeah, yeah. Facebook, or, or like Twitter. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like there's a personal connection. So it's like, yo, I fuck with it. But that's when you kind of get in that insecure bag of things that I'm not exceptional in. Like I'm not yeah, exceptional yeah. in comedy, but I have great comfort and confidence in it but even with my writing and when it comes to like even podcasts i started after everyone else so it's just yeah. like does everyone rock with it those are the little things that i'm working on that Lashawn's like yo people this is good but you have to push yourself like you push all of us right, and right. he was saying like if you don't push yourself don't push me i don't really want you to push me because we already have people doing that i want you to push yourself so we can all push each other together That's true. so that was like the yelling he gave me a while ago so i have to work <laughs> on that of like promoting myself yeah. consistently because it was the way you, yeah you promote everybody else it's like you you writing out synopsis and then everything like the whole yeah it's good how you do that i'm like because you don't never push your stuff so I, that's why i asked that question we're working on it trust me i gotcha, i, I, gotcha, I gotcha. it was a, I, I don't get yelled at by another person for 20, 20 minutes yeah. and not and not do something so we're gonna see some some new advertisement for the podcast season one yeah. while i work on the new seasons so there's things that i'm i'm working on that yeah. is almost finished so I'm going to work on it. I don't need LaShawn to call my phone like that <laughs> yeah, ever again, like bro. Just both dragged me just now. Why I feel that? like I, I don't do the same to his extent, but like... You just know, threw your drink yeah, out there. Like, whoever listens, listens. Oh, it ain't about God. me, though. I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, but you still at least put it to put to group chat with us like yeah. sometimes I don't oh, do that I got yelled at see people people be yeah. yelling at us I was like when I get yelled at it's like now it's like I have like, no right. choice cause I was like I'm gonna do it but like damn I have the battery in my back cause I don't wanna get yelled at again yeah. I hate it so that's for the present yeah also that's like a little little imposter syndrome that yeah. you're pursing someone else mm-hmm. I know that's for me for sure but whatever no I agree um, and it's interesting cause a lot of my peers will say that I do things and sometimes I have to kind of embrace it and not like push it off. So trust me, my therapist gets my coins once a week to talk oh. about that. But those yeah. are things that I work on where it's like, I belong where I am. Like you see the office that I'm in, like there was an imposter syndrome I had earlier in like my job kind of like duration where I was like, damn, I'm like around all these smart people. It's like, but I got hired cause I'm smart too. So it's like when you're looking at people and you're one of the few people that look like you, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. luckily for me now I got hired. There's a lot more people that look like me cause I'm trying to help with that. But at first you kind of get like really to yourself. It's like, damn, nobody really gets me. So I'm having to adjust to other people. It, so yeah. it's like, it's, it helps, but like, it's good to have someone tapping the shows. Like y'all, if one person says it's nice and like, other people listen to it it's like it's easier to believe in it because i believe in it but sometimes you might need someone to tap your shoulders like yo you can do this so i think it helps what have everybody been up to since the quarantine tasha go ahead you changed your hair color um yeah it's like 13 different colors right now (laughs) um nothing i've just been working on the same things i've been working on uh remember you guys i feel like i said on the show that i had a um 
after school program. Yeah, yeah. So obviously there's no school, so there's no after uh-huh. school anything. But I've been like trying to like finalize that, and I'm uh-huh. oh, I added like nutrition to that mental health thing Nutrition's because your food. Plays a big part yeah, on how you feel. Cheese doodles and yeah. Wait, no, I'm not, I don't mean for like diet. But I mean like for, oh, right. to enhance <laughs> how you feel. So, um, I've been working on that. Um, the nonprofit is going really slow because I'm not in a rush anymore. Mm-hmm. I really like, in my mind, I felt like I had to make it a nonprofit in order for people to make take me serious. But it's like I, I don't. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess I'm trying to be consistent with my show. Please, it's a good but every show. two weeks. Like that's all, all right. I can promise. All right. Um, but I feel like. Yeah, I'm just trying to put myself out there, yeah. like, All right. however I can. Yeah, so um, for me, it, I think the start of the pandemic was stop freaking out. Because, like, a lot of the things, I'm, I'm always an outside person, yeah. so I couldn't work out. So there's a lot of things that I would do yeah. to, like, keep myself sane, right? So I used to work out. I would do comedy. Like, almost every other day, I'd be going to, like, open mics and shows and just getting the reps in. So when you have that taken away for, like, a couple of months, it's like, I'm just staying inside. I'm binge-watching, and I'm not seeing all my close friends. Yeah. And it's like, you have to get used yeah, to FaceTime. Yeah. So it was like, for me, I was just eating, kind of getting... It's kind of getting fat, right? So it's not safe. Thick, thick with the two two C's, thick. (laughs) (laughs) So it was just like I, I, but I feel like recently after I started running and playing basketball again, like just kind of like I need some type of exercise to get me outside with nature. Some sense of normalcy. Yeah, because I if I don't have that, it's hard for me to create. So that's why it was a while for me even writing an article where it's like, yo, I didn't have energy until recently of me consistently working out for a week or two weeks. Where it's like, all right, I have energy to do that. So now it's like I really want to pump more articles on my website still continue doing like my segments like battle of the binge or like when i do like my weekly pod rotations like uh-huh. shout, shouting out all of our peers and yeah. you know getting back into trying to record season two and three of dreams money can buy because before you know i was trying to finish i try to s- schedule two seasons at a time right yeah, yeah. so if it wasn't for covid we'd probably be listening to season two right now mm-hmm. so now it's just like i didn't really want to rush people because you know some people are experiencing um personal like yeah. tragedies yeah. like when people losing their fr- friends and family um jobs right or now. other things like that so i wasn't really trying to force people to record yeah. until we got to a point where it's safe to come in like i would i my office has been open the entire time so it looked like this every we have people cleaning even though we don't mm-hmm. have people working in here we always have people cleaning mm-hmm. taking out the garbage all that stuff so i knew this place was safe because this is where i record mm-hmm. but i didn't want to force someone to come if they didn't here. feel comfortable so i feel like now we're getting to a point where i should be able to reach out and that's like my next goal like mm-hmm. i was some people us, are still a little weary about it but that's okay yeah. i'll adjust for like the zoom but i just appreciate there's something different and more intimate with, with the yeah. in-person yeah. thing that's why when you saying like i don't really want to do a zoom yeah. so if you wanted to record we could always record like here because yeah. i don't like I do Zoom meetings all the time. I don't yeah, want to see you guys really on the screen. So I think now is just trying to work into a state of normalcy yeah, right now yeah. and just continue creating. And that's it. That's good. Same here. Just I just keep myself busy the whole time. As I asked for that time, I prayed for it. I was like, I don't want to work as much. And I got the time. And I've I just been utilizing it, doing everything mm-hmm. I can. But get to get back to your story. You said you started talking more your senior year. That's yes, because uh, that was her date for... <laughs> yeah. um, uh, Huh? Yes, I'm acting stupid. You was the date? Yeah, but the I, funny thing is, go? I didn't ask her to be the date. She asked me, and I was oh, like, cool. and it was weird because our story in the early part was just fascinating because it was like, I didn't know who she was going with, and you know, we were really cool, we were mm-hmm. really close, and I was like, you know, I wanted this to be me, but I had, I wasn't coming with my cojones with that, so she was like, hey, do you want to go with me? But it was like on some, like we were on a train, it's like, hey, I mean, I, I don't really have a date. 
to the prom is like, so man, I was thinking you. It was like, you talking about me? Like, it was like one of those <laughs> weird like TV show ones. And it was like, but it was like, I've always put her on a pedestal, which is kind of like a blessing and curse mm-hmm. when it comes to relationships. And we, we understand that now as adults, where it's like you put someone on that spot, that type of weight is going to crush the both of you because of like that type of expectation. And mm-hmm. what are you going to do with that? So it was like, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. I'm getting my ears pierced. You know, I got my little, I'm wearing dangling ones right now, yeah. but I, I had like little studs, so I didn't have any rings. I was like, I'm trying to fresh out and getting these suits and tuxedos. Shut up with the slacks. Uh, but <laughs> but at that time, it was just we were just in a really good space of like, this is literally my best friend. I've been talking for like three to four years. We know each other. Uh-huh. She's the reason why when it comes to my work ethic, like I know you would make it fun of me like, list. like her and my dad were like buddies. Like it, when I would be at home, my dad would be like, yo, did you do your homework? And then she's like, did you do your homework? Are you doing your projects? Yeah. So it was like really just someone that made me want to be better because she's like, I'm not dating an idiot. So it was like, yeah. I was like, all right, cool, because if you really like someone and they're having this standard and you want to reach that standard, I'm always going to try to strive for that because if I was dealing with a girl that's always going to be outside and stuff like that, I probably wouldn't be here with you guys in this place right now. Yeah. So she really set the tone when it comes to like work ethic, having ambitions outside of New York City. Because for me, Ooh. I was like... You know, I was in Queens for a little bit in Brooklyn. And she was like trying to be like, I'm trying to travel here to this, like in what different parts of the country. Though? So she's half. Wait, wait, like, describe her. Yeah, describe who Serena is all the way. Uh, so we're talking about like island background, all that type of stuff. She's the island. Right? Yeah, so she's oh. half half Jamaican, half uh, Grenadian. Yeah. So. Caribbean as fuck. Yeah, yeah Caribbean as fuck. So okay. I was gonna, I don't remember the parent of which one was which, but um, because of that, and I know her parents, parents were super, you know, Caribbean yeah, people, Caribbean, that, African, like whatever. They have like that standard where it's yeah. like, we want you to get 90s, 95s, yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. So trust me, my father was so happy if I was going to her house because he knew like my work was getting done, right? So it was no question, even though her grades were better than mine. Like, I mm-hmm. think her average was like a 86, 87 mm-hmm. months, like 81. Science, fuck you. 81 is great for me. Shoot. I can't even talk. <laughs> nah, it, science and math, even, I don't care if you have like a bad, like, love interest, like, you sit in that class and you see all this stuff that we were taking. We were taking physics, we were taking all these, like, pre calculus yeah. and calculus. I don't yeah, really yeah. care how bad yeah. you are. I, I was with these ugly teachers that were just droning on, like, she's not even in my, any of my classes. Every class she was in, I did great in. If she was in my class, I'd just yeah. be like, what am I doing here, bro? Like, I hate to... <laughs> what class she do? I'll be, like, sneaking out to, like, the bathroom, like, trying to wave at her, bother her in class. So it was pretty much like a puppy love fascination type of thing. And I think that transition of when she goes away to school, right, yeah. and I'm still in the city, it creates our first level of strife. Yeah, Whereas, like... Yeah. Because going away to school and being at home for school is two different experiences. Mm-hmm. You're seeing so many different, you know, people that look like you, attractive mm-hmm. people, and I'm in the city, so I'm seeing... Some of the same and some of the different in my commuter school. Mm-hmm. So it was, you know, that's when we, I think after like probably like the first semester of freshman year, we broke up just because it was like that distance and strain. Like I tried to like visit. How secure? far was she yeah. She was like in Rochester. So she went it's to, it's not, but especially since. At 18, 17, 18. Yeah. So I don't have like, at that time, I think I was working at Models, but when I started college, my dad didn't want me to work. He wanted me to focus on my schools. Yeah. So it was just like, I don't have the money to go back and forth in oh, Rochester. Yeah. Like, if we're adults, that type of distance is nothing. You can leave. How long is that for the listeners? Because I don't know either. So, the distance? Yeah. From where you, where, you, where you was at? So, so, if we're taking a bus, it's like six to eight hours, depending on... What? Because you're going basically close yeah. to Toronto. Because you're getting close to Buffalo. So, when you're on that point, too. when you're going to that point... That's of, a lot, um, even as an adult. Yeah, so... It's uh, it's a lot because they're cold. It's pretty much similar to Toronto weather, where it's cold 
seven to nine months of the year and you only have like a small period of time of yeah. like the summertime to enjoy it and then it goes right back to being cold. So mm. it was it was a lot, bro. Was and, you like insecure during the time? Like did you think I mean I did because because it's like when you had that distance, you know, you had that type of clarity or insight where it's like communication starting to change or like it's starting to be more distant because we have class we have different schedules and stuff like that so we're not talking all the time and it's different because at that time i wasn't the best like because we could see each other all the time i may not be the best with the phone or may not be best with text but i'm not talking to anybody else Mm -hmm. just because once i'm in school mode or i'm like doing things i'm really locked in Mm -hmm. still with my jamaican dad i'm still getting like trying to do so i'm jamaican yeah, <laughs> we never guessed that. Yeah, I mean, we can talk about that another time. Why I don't? It's just real quick segue. The way I grew up with my dad, he kind of let me find my own lane musically and culture wise. So he wasn't forcing me into right, the. Right. So he wasn't like a typical like my dad at time went to school in the UK for education. So he's like right. one of those. Yeah. I want to call him uppity, but that type of background yeah. where it's like I'm not trying to make you into like this person. Where my other siblings because they got to go to Jamaica more because. More transparency, my dad got into a car accident, which made him disabled. So that's why he was like a stay-at-home mm-hmm. dad. So I would see him all the time. Yeah, but I didn't really have money to go to see island people, see that experience. Mm-hmm. Well, my other siblings, because of their financial situation with their parents, they were able to see the islands probably like once a year, twice a year, or every other year. They're, they're seeing someone. Someone's flying them out yeah, to yeah. Jamaica. So that connection to the island isn't that strong with me. So I don't disrespect it. I'm not going to be trying to be something that I'm quote-unquote not because I didn't grow up. I grew up yeah. like a typical, like, black kid in like new york like i was listening to hip-hop so i had that connection to that yankee lifestyle so i don't really claim the jamaican thing i like the the food and the women so i'd be always saying that like (laughs) when it comes to that it's like people hate when i say that but i'm not gonna try to be here saying patois and like butchering that but i love the food he only has an accent when he talks to his friends so like when you have someone on the phone he'd be like yo what the what the fuck right. are you talking yeah, about? So he'll talk right. extremely proper. Like, that's why when people listen to me, they don't hear it because he would talk to me like UK, like that super proper yeah, English. Yeah, yeah. I'm always writing proper English. Oh, he has an English accent. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not English, but it's kind of in between English and Jamaican, where it's like he speaks, you understand what he talks about. Not to say that you don't understand Jamaicans, but it's not, he's not speaking you, yeah. in a dialect. He's going to speak in a way where it's like, all right, cool. You went to university probably overseas in, in the States or the UK or in the island. Mm-hmm. So it was like, he doesn't ever speak with it unless he's around real Jamaicans. Proper, I so a Jamaican teacher that studied in the UK. Yeah. And it was like real proper, like something you hear, like a male Siri voice. Yeah. That type of thing. But, so that's why it's yeah, like yeah. when you, I feel like once he went to UK, it's a different way. Cause when you're around people, cause they judge you in UK. If you, they, yeah, yeah. they typically judge immigrants. So like it's basically you sound like us or you're not going to be really accepted. So that's why he's mm-hmm. always kind of kept that proper english dialect accent which has helped him in numerous situations here in the states so just bringing that back to our story of like why i was the way (laughs) i was and why i didn't have the money to go visit her it was like yeah there is insecurity because you know i am getting more developed physically so when i met her in freshman year i was like five three and i was like kind of like chubby so in High school, I was like six foot, six foot one. I'm getting taller. I'm getting like super skinny. So it was like that type of growth where it's like one of the shortest people. So now people starting to look at me was like, fuck out my face. Like she was talking to me when I was like a midget, like really. So it was like, it's interesting like that chain effect I had on her. Like it just like, I... This is like that baby duckling I saw you. It was like, mom. So I was just looking at you. That was all I was looking at. So, but yeah, you start, if your person starts to lean away and you start talking to other people, you, I was sick. I was in my Drake bed. That's when 808s and Heartbreak came out, like around that first year. <laughs> I remember that because that's when I started going into like the deeper 
Drake, Cudi, and like sad boy music yeah. because once you really start talking to me, like at that point it was awkward when you deal with a breakup. You can't really be friends. You have to kind of like get to that point of how do you separate yourself yeah. to be able to, yeah. and it's like how do you do that where you can actually be there for the person. So we didn't talk for like maybe like two or three years in college, and then at that point mm. it was just like I'm figuring out my own like like personality because yeah. again most of my personality was how do I impress this chick like I'm just trying to get smart I'm trying to do this I'm trying to get mm-hmm. better clothes but when that person's gone you kind of lost because like yeah. what is your purpose and even me I was like I mean this girl's not here no more like I, remember I used to get grades because I was trying to transfer to her school mm-hmm. and then even when I tried to transfer she already had a new boyfriend I was dumb so wait, it was wait, like wait. rewind back oh, I, no, so no, in no, your no, college no. you were trying to get good grades to yeah. transfer to Rochester I was trying to that was where I was because I got into that school but I was trying to get the scholarship you're yeah. a cancer yeah, how do you forget this? <laughs> no, I, I, I didn't. I just, yeah. yeah that's how I am, traits? too. Yeah, you, for sure. Like, the doing things yeah, yeah, yeah. for love. and Yeah. That's definitely. Well, Rewind back a little bit. You never spoke about how y'all made it official. It was kind of like one of those things where we were at, like, a mutual friend's, like, house. And I think it was, like, the summer after we graduated from high school. And I was like, yo, let's do this, right? Because we were just on and off and, like, in this kind of, like, this gray area. So let's do it. Even though looking back, we probably shouldn't have done it. We probably should have just kept that friendship. And if we wanted to talk again post college, it would have made more sense oh, instead no, of yeah, yeah. But again, you want what you yeah. want at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we saying that like as grown yeah. adults. But like back then, I needed that loss because it it put like a battery in my back to want to be a better person because I don't want to experience that again. So yeah. so again, like freshman year when we broke up, the reason why it's important, like that first semester, I had a horrible GPA. This is like whenever it affects my grade, that's when you know. Caribbean parent comes out like my dad's like what the fuck are you doing bro because I got into Baruch College off of some weird error right I got into the honors program my grades were good for the regular Baruch mm-hmm. but they got me to honors because they thought I had a 90 GPA instead of 80 GPA that just shows that their administration is messed up so that's none of my problem but my dad being as smart as he is he's like yo y- y'all gotta take him because y'all sent that letter and I accepted it mm-hmm. so y'all gotta give this boy his laptop my first semester I got 276 so I was already on academic probation because I was that sad like I just wasn't engaged because mm-hmm. I lost my focal point and this is not to put oh, this is my truth it's like I lost that so after that my dad was like yo bruh I ain't gonna hold you but you gotta snap out of it because yeah. you about to lose this laptop and we ain't we ain't here for the shits <laughs> we ain't here for the shits like alright yo because it's like a free MacBook so I don't have yeah. to worry oh, about damn. that so it was like in that honor thing like I didn't have money for like yeah. schools of it like so it was like they gave it to us and I'm just knocking off so it was like yo bro that is so rude I'm sorry okay um get your shit together yeah. so i was living in the library in the second the second um semester so i mm-hmm. think the second semester i got like a a 376 or 38 or something like that so that's pretty much like an a minus right mm-hmm. so the only reason why i got kicked out from no that's not true three five the reason why i got kicked out still is because i did bad in in an honors course so i did bad in business law and i always remember this because if you do bad in a honors class you can't just retake it because i'm already out of the oh, program yeah, yeah. so i got all these good grades but i got this and then that summer oh, man, i got an a crazy. so i went from an f to an a and of course it's weird because if you know me doing the story i'm with a strong work ethic so i was in that person that professor's office like i didn't do good in the midterm so i was with their assistant two days a week taking notes from the answers so i basically knew law like so it's because also how i dress in that class this is an older 
white like male individual i was not wearing slacks i was wearing hoodies do rags i was wearing jordans really and i was the only black dude in that class so it was like he already looked at me and he was just like you know i would sometimes fall asleep in class because i wasn't taking care of my body i didn't know till recently that i had like vitamin deficiencies there's a reason why kids always take those multivitamins stuff like that because your body needs certain Mm -hmm. Nutrients. So, if, again, the reason why a lot of our kids are behind is because, like, what Tasha's trying to do. If they don't eat properly, they cannot learn because right. their body's tired. They're doing a lot more things. And that also takes an effect on, like, your mental, just yeah. how you yeah. feel in general. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so, if they don't feel good, just off of what Tasha said, they can't learn. They can't continue to process things. They can't even retain the, the information that they need. So, he's looking at me like a lot of times people think that I'm falling to good class because I'm bored with them. It's because I'm doing so many things outside is to mm-hmm. help my dad mm-hmm. who's disabled. He's sickly sometimes. And it's like trying to do other things where, on the surface, you're uh, you're projecting what you think, but I didn't help my case because I'm just already looking like I'm I got it in the bag because I'm doing my work during lunchtime. Like I didn't see my friends that semester because I was trying to crush it. Like once I'm on a goal, I'm gonna get it done. So with those two experiences of being kicked out of the honors thing and losing this this young lady's like friendship, who's like one of my closest friends, I really had to rediscover who I was and like really get back to the base of I don't need this honors program, I don't need this relationship. Like who is Skip from BK, who's Howard Nedrick? Like, what is am I trying to do? Because oh. now we're in this school where I'm majoring in this business thing. What am I trying to go in the next couple of years? So I started getting internships. I basically, the interesting, like I said before in high school, whenever I would like take my focal point off of her and I'll focus on other people and I just wouldn't talk to her that much, she would like kind of like gravitate to me. So it's kind of like when I'm not focused on to you anymore, then you want to talk to me again. And it's very interesting with that because like you can see the confidence with that. But sometimes when I get this person back, which is we'll we'll talk about in a bit, like a couple of years later, probably like junior, senior year in college, we start talking again. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to talk to you again, but it's like it's different because now you've changed, yeah. Yeah, because now I'm different and you're different. And there's a lot of mindset shifts that, you know, her going to college and me doing my thing is like, oh, you're a different person than what I remember when you were 14, 18. Because now you 19 to 22 is just like, who is this person? You sort of found out who you were outside of her. Yeah. 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 So I think that's what makes it interesting of this on and off thing. So I had relationships in college, right? Like, Again, I was not talking to her. So after her, I was talking to uh, a young lady. She was in Jersey, but she was studying abroad in China. So obviously she was black, but she was learning, I think, Cantonese and Mandarin. So she was in like China just doing that stuff. So I'm in relationships, but in the back of my mind, obviously, it's not that I'm not committed to these women, but it's like, this is ancient because I told my best friends, like, I mean, if she came back, I probably would drop these people for her. Wait, now? No, no, no. Okay. I'm talking about then. Oh, okay. Not now. Yeah. So, no, not now. Jesus. If the person I'm talking to now is like, no, not now. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> not now. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> Tosh about to get me. He's like, what the fuck you said on this podcast? Like, no, no, no. But at that time, it's because you have that nostalgia effect. And I don't know if Tosh has the same thing with cancers, but it's like with old friends and old relationships, depending on if they didn't do it dirty. If you did us really dirty where we don't like you, we have a reason not to like you anymore, you can never get on our good side. Yeah, I ever. can hold you. I don't have, I, I said this on plenty of your episodes. Yeah, yeah. I don't talk to any of my exes yeah. because. No. Yeah, but I remember listening to that because as a person that's all caught up, most of those people have done something so terrible, like heinous that you can't. Because for us, we don't like disliking people. But if it gets to a point that I dislike you, I can't even help you because you've done so much trauma to my body, my mind, and my spirit that I can't even try to get you back into this. So when it comes to that, I didn't have anything negative. Okay, we broke up, but that's because Mm -hmm. immaturity, didn't have money, and now doing more things just didn't work, right? I'm not mad about it. So I had a couple of relationships in college, and I yeah. think she's seen like how it was with these women that 
she wasn't really happy about that. Y'all was still like following each other on social media. Now we were, I was blocked, and then I think around the time of like my second girlfriend after, her, yeah. who's Tyra. Tyra. Um, <laughs> no, because because this was right. a model. So it. yeah. Oh, wow. So so Tyra. Yeah. So Serena. Yeah. Rihanna. Rihanna is much like we're not talking about Rihanna. Yeah, That's a right. bad chapter. <laughs> um, so it was like that, and he's like, oh, he's taking around dates. Wait, and stuff. Why blocked? If things were cool, why why were you blocked? It's it's because. My emotional maturity at that point was like, yo, why aren't you trying to talk to me and stuff oh, like right. that? Like, for me, I was not a healthy oh, okay. person after the breakup. So, you know, women don't really block you unless they have to. Mm-hmm. So, it was like, after a while, I was like, it's cool. I see you on thing, but I'm not paying attention because I'm talking mm-hmm. to these beautiful, lovely ladies over yeah. here. After, I think, things fizzled out with Tyra in 2000. 11 2012 like it's kind of like getting yeah, to right senior year yeah because it, it helps you have <laughs> yeah. to have like that because i don't want to be all over the place with it that's where she's coming she's thinking about coming back home from like really being back in the city because when she graduates mm-hmm. like she's trying to be back in the city and working so mm-hmm. it's different so it's like you know i'm kind of getting excited it's like oh snap this is different this is like my comeuppance i can try to like actually get a job and like talk to her but during those times, she's always Wait, had. Cut you off. That was always in the back of your mind. Just Yo, always, man. It's like the ego to, thing. To get her. To yeah. Get her? All right. No, I'm not when it, when I'm dating someone. Yeah. Like I'm not really thinking no, about her. But when I'm like single, it's like, yo, what's she doing? Because it's like, mm. obviously, with Do you those. Feel like that's the well, not now. Whoever you're dating now, I'm just saying. At that time, did you feel like that was the one that got away? At that time. Yeah, because oh. I feel like we, when it comes to like those other relationships, when it comes to Tyra and we'll just call her Beijing because she was in like Beijing, <laughs> all these nicknames, but just Yo. it just helps for context. There was a lot of things where it's like the tools that I have now for mental health and all that yeah. things to really relate how I'm going mentally and emotionally. I didn't have that. So, yeah, I know how to like be a good friend and stuff like that. But you're not a good boyfriend until you know how to handle confrontation and mm-hmm. growing up with my ever so correct Caribbean father he would nip down confrontation away was like it felt like my viewpoints didn't matter it felt like my voice wasn't really heard so after a while that is an issue that comes up in my relationships where it's like I put myself second I don't really care about how I feel about certain things because as long as you're happy we're happy because they always say happy wife happy like but if I'm miserable and you're happy we're not really happy because I'm not happy that is fucking fast okay Cool. I just want to make sure we didn't lose anything. All right, cool, cool. Kyle was being trying to be like assistant engineer for you. Um, <laughs> so with that in the in the back of my mind, it was like, but again, she's always having boyfriends. Like, why are you always having any boyfriends? Like, what's going on? Like, why can't they fail? So it was like, you know, the inner the inner hater means happening. How was you finding this out? Because again, this is like we're friends again on Facebook, but I'm not like talking to her because right, she's so in that. So I've I've visited RIT because I've had other friends. So I've I go, but I'm not staying with her. Like I'm staying with other people. Did you see I mean, yeah, but we wouldn't really talk. So what? I mean, like. Yeah, but you trying to lay the groundwork because like you you need to see me and of course I'm getting in shape I'm working out so she's seeing like oh he's working out he's getting because when I was in high school like I was like 130 like in college I went from like 130 to, like 170 so I'm getting my weight up I'm eating my Wheaties I'm looking like a grown man you know what I'm saying and my style is getting much better because you know earlier like in high school like stuff like that I didn't really have a lot of money so now that I'm doing internships I'm getting my own money you know I got people you know you should get this you should get button up and chinos like not goddamn slacks so, like trying to like try to dress older instead of like a kid the slacks thing in the beginning of this podcast (laughs) we got to do like a breakdown for that but it's like when someone's seeing you improve it's like oh i'm liking what i'm seeing right so it's like that's when people start to gravitate back so like to me it's like i always had like a little the door was kind of like half open for if she ever came through so i think at those type of things where it's like it's a 
is a good and a bad thing because it always feel like they have a space. So whenever I was blocked, if she unblocked me and she added me, I was like, oh, I'm excited. Well, of course, we'll talk about the present where I'm recently unblocked now, but it's like I'm not really trying to be in your good grace anymore because I've seen this this scenario again. It's like a very right. cyclical thing of, all right, I'm not in your good grace because I'm not doing what you want me to do. Yeah. Blocked. I'm trying to get better. We unblock. We get cool. And then it's like, oh, I kind of really want to start talking again. And it's like, but you have control of that. You have control of that narrative. So you're taking away that access. You're doing all these things. Yeah, and I'm yeah. just like, after a while, once you kind of get into a point of, I'm not really, you're not the focal point to like now you're not even important where I have my own friends. I have my own right. friends outside of you. I have my own job and my own hobbies where I don't really need you, right? And of course, she liked the fact that I'm like my own person now, but the more I became my own person, it's like we're not, we don't really relate anymore. Well, and that's yeah, the most important thing. They like yeah. the yeah. growth, but they don't like the growth. Yeah. So it was a lot of things where like I had my own mindset when I used to be like a yes man. I used to say whatever. I just agree with her oh point. Gosh, and then it's like mean? now it's just like you have to get like the- yes, it's like you have to have the battery in your back to have your own identity. Because now when we have our own identity, people don't like us because this is how I feel. And if this is how I feel, you can Some disagree people, with it. Yeah. Some people don't like when you have grown out of them in any way. Yeah. Because they're used to, you know, directing yeah. your life. Yeah. So when you're not there. Yeah, that's that's me that's as of late, though. But anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so just to, it's good because have, I have a fellow cancer. So it's like that back and forth you of understanding that. No. Uh-uh. <laughs> was uh, was anyone a yes man for you though? Were you that because per- it's either it's usually a yes man for me? I was never demanding on or anything like that. I was okay. always like, but they didn't just follow like because sometimes like like Tasha was about to say is like someone is either saying yes all the time or someone's like just on the other side of the yeses. So someone's just like you're being like, even catered if you're to. Not demanding. Yeah. It's like do this my way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So you're that so, person. Yeah. 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 Oh, so yeah. it's kind of like that where you don't have to experience that, but on the other side is like after a while it's like. I'm not really rocking with this, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's the things where it's like how, like high school to college to post-college where our relationship is much different because now we're grown. We're doing our own things. We have money. We can go yeah. and do things. But it's just not the same because it's not the same person that I've, again, like I said much earlier, I put on a pedestal. I've kind of right. like fantasized. Oh, this is a person like she's a different person. She's grown. There's more autonomy for her and all that type of things. But there's certain intangibles that I was like, eh, I don't really agree with this. But because I, I really care for you Good deeply, I love her, you, right. I, yeah. I rock with it, but... I don't really like this where before it was like I'm gonna do it just do it okay. yeah it was yeah. like I that person that I was like really like flying like wingman like sidekick just like the world is yours type thing yeah. it's like now it's like a little dark envision to it but it's like the more intelligent you are the more skeptical of the world you are so for mm-hmm. her it's like she doesn't even want to she no longer even wanted to be in this country like she wants to live in Europe so like once she got to those point of like that's what she wants to do once our like our plans started to really divert it was like at that point we weren't really dating on and off like to be something it was just dating as like placeholders like we were like each other's placeholders where it's just like I mean you know if you're dating someone else I'm dating someone else is cool but like we're not seeing a future in this where before it's like you were my future like this is where I saw like I was like whatever you want to do I will go and then after I got older it's like but I don't want to do none of this stuff because like that's the difference between 14 to 18 year old Howard and like post-college Howard even to now it's like I don't like none of this stuff. I respect it for you, but I don't want to don't live me. someone else's dream anymore. And I think that's what makes this relationship, I think, the most impactful yeah. to bring to this platform when it comes to, I'm not a person that talks about dating. I'm not even like a romantic person like I used to be, like from like my Rihanna situation, because that just <laughs> burned the hell out of me. But I'm very thoughtful for my friends. I will go out of my way. I'll take care of them. If you say you want something, I'll go out of my way, try to cop it. So I was like, oh, you want this? I got you. So with relationships, you, you want to do- to- 
Serena. Serena, yeah. I think track. with that, and it's probably oh, also young. I'm just saying. Yeah. So I was thinking my issue when I was dating Serena is similar to something that I think Reek said on his platform, or like I think he was he on. Oh, he was on yeah. So it was like mm-hmm. we were like that in between between like close friends, homies to like dating. So it wasn't like we felt like relationship, but we were so intertwined as like people. Yeah. So I was like, I had a relationship. This is like, that. and it's not the same and it doesn't really it's not doesn't work for women because it's like they need to feel that they got to feel it and at that time where it's like at i wasn't that right and i didn't have it and those are that lesson made me have to go back to drawing board where it's like yo i gotta do better because like being thoughtful with the flowers being thoughtful with these like yeah we would hang out but it felt like you know i'm just hanging out with this person not my boyfriend like certain things where now yeah. i'm paying for the dates um, i'm thinking about things i'm super organizing how i gotta dress and all these type of things i hate you know. bring, i can't i hate bringing myself <laughs> up to that stuff. but it's like having that thought of like you're trying to set a scene yeah. you're trying to create experience because that's what a relationship is or yeah. any relationship regardless of it, it's like parent child mm-hmm. You know, friends, family, to lovers. Like you're creating a experience that you want to can make a, a lot of experiences from yeah. that point to hopefully till death does you part, right? And we that's what men have to understand. And the reason why I was I got more romantic post college is because I was working at a bank, yeah. one of the big making banks, some, some- uh, and my job was a junior recruiter. But the thing that I learned from that job is it really taught me how to make a scene, like. When we were flying in high-level executives, we some if it was like a woman and she was like pregnant, we'd get her gifts, being thoughtful, bouquets if we hired them. So those are the things. Oh, where, oh, yeah, so long way. Yeah. yeah, so it was like when you're learning these things, where you have to book things or you have to look at restaurants and things like that. Basically, that job taught me how to be a gentleman because I was like wearing suits every day, set myself slacks, up, yeah. <laughs> slacks every day, <laughs> and I was dressing it to impress. And I'm with these high, powerful people where they look at me like I don't make as much as them, but they see like look at this young man, he's striving. And I knew how to talk to talk with so many different level people. So I knew, all right, cool, there's a restaurant right here, I can do this, or we can. So she's seeing like that thing post college where we're doing these things. I'm taking her on dates and stuff like that. But again, the transition is different where this yeah. person and my dream no longer concise. So like, what are we doing this for? It felt like I was trying to redeem myself for past failures. And then after a while, I was like, it's just because I had a fantasy of how this should end and I can no longer make it happen. So my ego was in the way a lot of things. Because it's like, what am I doing this for, right? Yeah. Because then it's just like, I mean, I love you, but we're not going to be together, so what am I doing this for? It's just because I'm trying to get over like those past failures. I didn't get to take you on dates when we were in high school or in like college because you were far away. Let me try to redeem myself for it. So it's like I feel like I'm always redeeming myself also, for past you, situations. Do you feel like you were doing that? Because I, I noticed some people like to do as much as they can just to make sure that the heat is not on them. Or at least I notice I do that. You do that? Like when I leave, yeah. at least I know it wasn't me. Like I'll do any and everything in my power. Yeah. Do you feel like that? That makes sense, but I think for me it was more so I feel like when it comes to a lot of my old relationships and until I got to therapy, it's like, I just feel like I didn't give them a proper Howard because of like my mindset, because my dad was sick, all these surgeries. And a lot of time emotionally, I wasn't vulnerable enough to let people into those things. So I would okay. be distant or I'd be ghosts or like, I'm stressing about these things. And again, I didn't know how to properly handle situations because my father was this big macho dude that he doesn't really let people in. So I'm learning a lot of tactics a lot of ways of being as a man that don't work for an interpersonal relationship that don't work for a long-lasting happiness because well don't beat yourself up because a lot of people don't know never showed you how to be like a real real man you just learn from example i mean i don't want to say he's not a real man i just feel i'm not saying he's yeah i'm saying he never showed you like yeah because like even with him he doesn't i don't have that example of a working relationship because a lot of things for him he's like more of like you do as i say and like all these Mm -hmm. things so if you don't have that openness to be like all right 
My dad doesn't really apologize to me. Like, and you can get mad at me all you want. I can say that. And that's so important yeah. because if I'm not used to that, where it's like, yo, you were wrong. And it's not to like rub it in your face, but we sometimes feel as adults, we have to be on point with everything. Like we have it all together. And I feel like when I knew we were broke, I operated so differently than when I was like, oh, we can do this. Cause then I'm not trying to be a liability because it makes me grow up fast, but I can't think that, you know, money grows in trees. Yeah. Parents say that all the time, but when kids be like, oh, we don't got money like that. It's like, Oh, mom's real. Like, mom, dad's real. Like, now I know I got to pull mm-hmm. my weight. Yeah. So when it comes to, I didn't think, I didn't see a healthy relationship or marriage till I went, worked at the bank. I'm seeing, like, husband and wives and people meet each other after work and stuff like that. To me, I thought it was just TV stuff. I'd never yeah. seen it in my that's, family. That's that's and important. that's, like, very that's harmful when you don't have a lot of those examples. Right. And the only examples I have was in the church. And I'm not really a religious person. I'm a spiritual person. Right. So. Right. I don't connect to that vision. I didn't see other possibilities. So I'm seeing these people married. I'm having to learn from older men. I'm like one of the babies on the team. I'm listening to old men talk about their 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 concepts and like, what do they do for their wives? What do they do for their girlfriends? How do they do things? So that's how I learned yeah. how to like, all right, this is how you make her feel important. This is how you make her feel nice. Make sure you cater to her. Like, you know, these are the type of things that are Speak important. So it was like, I was in not only in a great organization to make money and have a foundation to work at any company in the world, but I had a lot of mentors that, yeah. Not to say my dad couldn't do it. He helped me academically. But when it comes to being a man, there's certain conversations I didn't have with him that I was having with people that didn't look like me, that were like Italian or white or Asian, that they just wanted to sit down because I was like this precocious young man. It's like, I want to help precocious. this man. I really want to. Trying to be like Reek. I, I really, <laughs> I really, they really wanted to help me get to that next step. So I mean, like now, like I feel like I have the intangibles. I just have to heal from Rihanna. That was like a very bad thing. But just getting back on track when it comes to Serena. In college, we were going taking each other on dates, trying to be that. But it was like, it was, it was really trying to get a facade. And I was like, I know I can't make this work because I can't convince her to stay if she wants to live in Europe. Like, yeah. everyone was that had- the issue, or were you guys just not? Bonding because like, we were still bonding, but it's like in the end of the thing, you know, when someone has one thing, it's like someone saying, "I don't want kids," and I want kids. It's like you can't convince the other person from that, that so, core all right, value. So at this, that was like twenty five ish, right? So that's like 2015, 2016. So that's oh, always damn recent for the most part. Five. I mean, like post college is like for me. 2012 so we started getting cool again like 2013 2014 so and it's been on and off for those years whereas like if i wasn't dating someone we would just gravitate to each other yeah. again until we stopped talking last year september 2019 year? yeah oh wow all right it's been From high school yeah. yeah because again i had a girl i'd be like having girl nobody. so when i have when i have girlfriends we don't speak but when yeah. i do so it's like that That's she bad. was always she was always like that intermediate figure and that was like a band-aid that needed to be ripped off because I never had a chance to like really be by myself because I'm always gravitating to a crutch so alright but what I'm asking yeah. is I'm, I'm pretty I guess I'm not answering the question sorry no no I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. like you're I understand we all have deal breakers like I said kids for me that's one of mine like if I if whoever such and such didn't want another child eventually yeah. i couldn't do it yeah but like right. is distance now still an issue for you i mean if you living in europe and i'm living here like so oh, okay see i'm the kind of person like i don't get you're still you trying to make it work if you i nah. literally said this a few days ago like if you try to go to antarctica i'm bundling up no jokes no and like distance I, for me isn't a problem i'll figure because i don't want to be here i know i don't want to be here. <laughs> all right i i so. and i love and respect that tasha i am oh, no yeah, longer that person that. because for me after like having long distance situations it's like i need no, to I see i want to be there yeah like, but i don't want to go to europe oh, because right. to me uh-huh. i guess it's different for me as a cancer like most of my close family and friends are in the tri-state area right yeah. so for me if i was grooming my family up 
I would want the support of like the family, friends, like my tribe, right? And I feel uncomfortable going to like another place where it's like, yo, I don't know nobody, right? And of course I have my person, but then I have to trust people that I don't really know like that with like, let's say like my family and stuff like that. And I'm far from my support system. So it's cool. We can travel there once or twice a year, but it's different when you're around your family and friends growing up with your children. Whereas like, depending on the relationship with the kids, I don't know, Tasha made a face, but uh, to me, to me, it's just like how I see it is like that support system is extremely important to me because there's going to be certain life lessons that, you know, they uncle that like my close friends can give them guidance or like certain things that maybe because I don't have that because like I don't really have like like even as far as family and stuff I don't really like so I feel like I'm creating what I want my family to be so like my younger cousins we're close but I'm not really closer to the other ones yeah yeah so it's like so it's a difference there yeah yeah, it's like even with my son now it's just I don't so I feel like me and Tasha are like the same. So for me, I'm talking like my cousins and some of my, my cool yeah. uncles and aunties that I'm cool with. I'm not close with the whole family, but those people that like no matter where they are in Connecticut, New Jersey, mm-hmm. New York, like you could, that's like a tribe where it's like they have kids. We'll try to keep try to yeah, help them out. out. So <laughs> that's for me. I can understand why Tasha's yeah. point of view is different than mine, where it's like I don't really want to like even for me as a person's trying to get into entertainment like i'm looking at it's like i need to have property in new york la and atlanta mm-hmm. like i need to be in those three things but i prefer to have my home base in new york i have yeah. to go to la and a- atl to either film movies or like comedy or whatever yeah. but i yeah but i want to have like those like points but to me it just makes the most i need to have home base where like i know the kids have yeah. good support from like people that i knew growing up that i know will support and mm-hmm. vice versa i'll do the same for them so that's why for me that's to answer tasha's commendable. question yeah. is that if our dreams are not the same, like I could go, but I knew I wouldn't be happy in that dream because I'm really secondary to someone else's yeah. dream. That's not really what I wanted, right? Yeah. And you have to, we knew that we had conversations. That's why that little situation or whatever it was, it wasn't a big deal because until you know recently, where we had like a pivotal disagreement over something that is a life passion to me. Like when it comes to comedy, I can't not argue it right so it was like around the time where that Dave Chappelle thing came out and it was just like oh the recent one not the recent one because we stopped talking since last September so it was like the it was one of those where it had like the trans joke or something like that oh yeah yeah so yeah yeah, so again as someone who watches all levels of comedy and stuff like that a lot of people if you don't study comedy you don't understand the mindset of the storytelling comedy because not people right. are not trying to make fun of people so it's like oh you're you feel they're telling a story of life from their perspective so for yeah. me i don't internalize it but then again that comes from a place of privilege as a cisgender black man i don't have to deal with certain things as a transgender person or a person from the lgbt so she's giving me those type of rebuttals and it's like but i can't have she was like i can't be intimate with someone or be cool with someone that thinks Dave Chappelle can get away with this and it's like you have to understand but you have to understand it's like she is not a person that loves comedy but i'm on the flip side it's like i go to comedy shows where what dave Chappelle said is light work in comparison to someone that is like extremely yeah. racist and I have to be like cool with these people that I'm on the stage with like I love Dave Chappelle because he's an immaculate storyteller of course oh. his recent one where he kind of like did the erasure of you know black women that's something that we talk about and oh. something hopefully it gets to him and he does better with but that's another thing but I'm never going to be a stand like I used to be for Drake or something like what where these people don't do wrong because trust me I know all of the people I look up to yeah. what 
is their flaw because if I don't see it, then I can't correct it in myself because I'm yeah. going to blindly love these people when in reality, nobody's perfect. We're human beings. But yeah. I say, if I idolize someone, it's not the entire being, but the certain skills that he has that I want to master when it comes to having that power of the word of like telling the stories and having you drawn in where people may not even be comedy fans but they listen to what Dave Chappelle says because we watch him in the Chappelle show we watch him say a lot of these things where you know we don't have the, the platform to say so I think when it comes to those type of strong things where it's like in her mind I should have just gone back to the high school version of me where it's like yeah you should definitely because just because she didn't like it you shouldn't yeah but because yeah. she's she's telling she's her point and her. I can't and I can't that's her no, point it, right. so I'm not going to just disrespect that so she's more person. like she's really trying to be more inclusive for all types of women when it comes to like the able-bodied or the people that aren't able-bodied you know fat phobic and all those type of things so again in comedy it's going to seem like it but everyone gets the smoke and that's what's the most important thing where people pay attention to a comedy special there's not one comedy special that spends 60 minutes getting at one group of people every group of people is usually get the smoke so when people when one group of like people get upset it's like if you watch the entire special you'll know that it wasn't it probably was like Three four minutes about you, right? Yeah. Whatever point of view. But then they went to this race and this. Yeah. So that's why when it comes yeah. to, I understand people's sensitivities with their identity being in front of, and they can't defend it. Yeah. But when it comes to comedy, I only take offense if I spent twenty minutes talking about, like, let's say, Tasha's hair, and I have no right to. Man, her hair is lovely, right? Yeah. But if I were to say for whatever reason in a negative, my, now I'm bullying because you're 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 making well, the you're focal point. The entire yeah, time. and it's like that's when it's inappropriate. When it's like she can't even do a rebuttal. But most of the time in storytelling, I'm going through topics, and you're understanding my perspective on why I'm talking about yeah. these topics. So mm-hmm. that's why when it comes to how I see comedy, depending on the comedian, I love the storytelling types. Yeah. So like when I do my things, it's usually self-deprecating. I usually talk about how I used to not get no women. I used to not yeah, get anything. I've seen you. It, it was literally about you. Yeah, but, but you explaining yourself. Yeah, so it was like my perspective <laughs> on the world, and that's, that's yeah. like the comedy that I gravitate to because I'm not making anybody else feel uncomfortable. And yes, sometimes I've kind of like thought like a, a stud because a dyke is a derogatory term. Like a stud was attractive. It's like, oh, she has a fat ass. Why do all the studs have fat asses? Like things like that where I'll see yeah, from an observational yeah. comedy where it's like that's how I do things. So that's why people like me. Is like it's a true thing. It's like studs always have fat asses. You can't do nothing except admire from a distance. You know what I'm saying? It's like you kind of get salty, but it's like damn, it's another fat ass off the market. So right. those are the things that I learned from watching all types of comedy. And when someone to me disrespects something that I love, this is yeah. comedy. I love comedy more than anything. Right? Yeah. Anything. Well, except my mom and my dad, but anything. But if you come at that, it's really hard for me to like to ride with to, you, to yeah. ride with you because I'm I'm not trying to go with your passion. Like you're you're a person that used to do sports, you do a lot of things, you do music. Yeah. If I came at something that you love, if I said Kobe Bryant's whack or Michael Jordan's like you, statistically you're you're a moron. Like why would you say it in my face? Yeah. <laughs> but it's like if you hold that, it's like I can't rock with you because you clearly don't understand what I love about this art form, yeah. and I can't. So she wasn't supportive. Yeah, I mean, it's like she she's not understanding because I guess how controversial that was. And also she couldn't even like get through the the comedy special. Like she only got through like I guess the Michael Jackson one with like him alluding to, you know, the child molestation things when of course he was joking. But I can't dismiss her perspective on it. But to me, it's harder for me to take you seriously on a critique. If you have not watched the entire special, if you're reading what other people are feeling, if you if you're reading about what people feeling and you're just looking at heart like you know headlines and you're not really critiquing yourself, it's hard. Like if I say I don't like something, like if I say for whatever dumb reason I don't like makeup or this type of makeup I've actually watched videos and I'm like, hey, 
some people don't do their makeup right. Like Tasha actually did her makeup right. Yeah. She does it. She knows her complexion. She knows yeah. how to like have it match the foundation. All that. This look, I'm I'm gassing you up, Queen. Thank but there's you. other people where I look at their makeup and it's like I won't tell them this because I'm not trying to critique women's bodies. But I won't talk to women that doesn't know how to do her makeup right. You look stupid. You look like a clown. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I won't share that negativity. But I'll privately be like, Yo, bro, she looked like a ghost. I don't so, know. <laughs> so so sorry to go back to what you were saying Listen. as far as the comedy because yeah. that is a passion of you. Yeah. Was that like all right, I'm That was deal breaker. That was um, it. Like well, yeah, yeah well, that was, was it. Was it the comedy or is just like Her okay, not. we're not clash we're not it's not gelling how it should, it's not gelling, this is it. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like okay, and I wanna be like cause she was giving her her perspective on that day she thing I was giving mine. It's like, look, I guess just to understand this, we have two different perspectives, right? Mm-hmm. And this is nothing we're gonna agree on, right? So it's just like we can make this a mute point. And after that, we didn't really connect the same after that, whereas we didn't really talk after that. And, of course, she blocked me probably, like... Blocked you? Like, what? earlier this year, because, again, Dave Chappelle was, like, nominated for, like, this comedy award. And I was like, yo, this is the GOAT. So I was oh, like, I just realized... Like yeah, it, it's that negative thing. So she blocked me on everything except LinkedIn. So I was just she like... like... Because... Oh, I understand. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's like, when you see someone that, in your mind, it kind of, like, exemplifies something that is... a. Yeah. Kind of like uh, against some of your peers that could be of like, the LGBT. I had an argument with my ex about Kanye West and the MAGA hat. I wanted yeah. to know why he was wearing the MAGA hat. She seen the MAGA hat and was like, "Oh, I don't fuck with him no more." That's it. I'm like, "But I want to know why he's doing this." Yeah, you should. You, sh- you shouldn't want to know why he's wearing that hat. Huh. Don't fuck. So, so if you feel that energy where you're trying to understand, because yeah. you know already when it comes to Kanye, and we already have our conversation about that. Mm-hmm. He needs severe mental health. Yeah, yeah. He- mental health assistance, right? So mm-hmm. for us, we're always trying to rationalize what it is. For her, she's probably just tired of it. So for her, it's like that's why we understand the perspective of she's just tired of it. So like we're using the same thing for Serena. She's tired of like dealing with these men in these positions where they can just say things and they all don't right, get all, right. all that type of thing, right? So from that perspective, you can understand, right? Yeah. But the difference between, let's say, uh, a Dave Chappelle or a Donald Trump, in my opinion, who's more divisive, who's more harmful, it's Donald Trump because yeah. it comes from a hateful place and he genuinely means this. Like, he yeah. doesn't, he says very unintelligent things. He's, he shreds like these mantras and a lot of things that are very harmful to a lot of, you know, people in like, working class areas that mm-hmm. look like us like yeah, you know from yeah. from lgbt black and brown people all those people and affects those people and it's like when they he's just telling the story and he's trying to be funny and yeah. sometimes he'll look at he'll look at it in a dark way but he's not trying to hurt people's feelings I so my thoughts off the air about okay just in general about differences in relationships yeah, like, yeah. and i think that's interesting because we'll probably talk about but like i have no problem having an a, a difference of opinion but it's how strongly we hold that because it, then if it's, it comes to the point of it affecting our bond then it's hard like yeah. I'm I'm never having I don't have a relationship that we're 100% on the same page that's that's not it's possible not, yeah you don't want never that either that's yeah. weird yeah because then it's like you, it becomes too symbiotic that's a yes man yeah, thing yeah, that's when you don't have your own identity so, yeah. and that's when it comes to that point of like I acknowledge it but I'm not going to hit her up because at the point I'm just tired of like that cycle that we have from high school to college and stuff like that I'm not really working for your approval I respect you I really appreciate your effect on my life and you've made me come into a man that for the next person or whoever else I get to you know engagement marriage and I raise those kids 
blessings to you for like the foundation that you laid but I'm not really in a point that I'm really trying to add people in my life that I feel like I have to really cater to if we have a difference of opinion like right. we can have a different opinion and I can respect you still like I still respect that like yeah. I was like but I just don't want to talk about it no more because you feel your way and I feel my way but this is comedy he is the GOAT that's the person that we're all trying to be he is our MJ how am I going to say my favorite too. yeah and it's like how are you going to say I'm going to like I can't rock with you because you like this person it's like I've liked this person since I started watching comedy like yeah. You're telling me to disown? Also, like, it depends on the level of what you like feel is, you know. Now, if he was a pedophile, that's different. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, it's levels. Okay, to, yeah. It's so, levels to certain things. And to you, that wasn't, not that it didn't matter, but it wasn't like. I mean, if, if he was like, you know, Robert Kelly, then we wouldn't be having this conversation you know right now. Yeah, because yeah, so Robert you, Kelly's over. It's, yeah, people have their limits, but whatever. I, I understand. So, this is like bring everything together and yeah. how this affects other relationships where it's like, not having like those proper conversations because see how this is like I just get blocked don't even have a conversation like I don't have a say to have like a conversation but that shows you how she views you like how she like that your voice doesn't matter I know you wouldn't say like that because you care about her but just automatically block you I mean look I mean if that's what it is I may be a person that always tries to make people seem better than they are I try to understand a perspective but Uh if that is if for you if you need to block me to have some type of safety or whatever it is, that's cool. But just know that I'm not going to... If you burn the bridge, you know, like they say, if you burn the bridge, why am I the person trying to get the boat to you for the relationship? Right, right, right. I don't care anymore. And yeah. I've tried numerous times, like before this, like trying to be in someone's good graces where it doesn't really matter. Like we're going to live our separate lives anyway. Our end destinations, we're never going to, we're never really going to intersect again. It doesn't really matter. But it's not in a disrespectful way. It's like, I appreciate everything you've done. Yes, I'm but it's like you know that chapter is close, and again, for the first I'm talking to, like, make sure it's like she's not coming back, and I don't really she's need not her back. back. Yeah, so it's just okay. like when it comes to those situations, even like with Rihanna, she was like, "Yeah, Yo, you can't talk to her," because she knew like when I was like dating Rihanna, it's like you can't talk to this person because I know that type of relationship you have. So Shit, I feel it. Yeah, because it's like yeah. I I need you to myself. Yeah, because like I see how that person is gonna move. So you can't talk to this person. You can't be friends but with the person. Deep down, want to like no. some, some things pop up. You're like damn, I wish I could talk to this friend. Not anymore. Ever since that that big thing, because it's like you're trying to force your ideals on someone else. Uh-huh. Like, I, and I feel like if you're not trying to understand where I'm coming from, and this is something that it comes to a lot of conversations. Like, I'm never trying to force my ideals onto you. I'm trying to vocalize why I see them the it's way right. I. Do, yeah. But I'm never going to try to say, Lama, Tasha, you must see the world the way I do. And when someone does that to me, it's like, I get it because I understand why for your friends and stuff like that. But if this is how I came up and this stuff, I understand where you're coming from, but I just can't agree. And if yeah, you yeah. feel like it's very divisive to it, one of us is not going to be happy. And it's always been the case in a relationship. If one of us is happy, the other person is not really happy. And you have to pay attention to it. If it's like that type of like a seesaw type yeah, thing where yeah. someone's on the bottom and the other person on the top. I mean, we probably just save each other a lot of time and stress when it's just like, we don't need to go back. Like, again, there's so many other people in my life that have manifested, like close friends that anything that would have popped up that I wanted to talk to, I could have talked to her. I have close friends that replace that role in her. When someone keeps leaving your life and coming back, their role mm-hmm. is smaller each time. They used to be a that's big true. part of your world, yeah. and now they, they only get people the scraps. People to be without them. Yeah, yeah, so I think that's something yeah. that's important. Because like, when you're in a relationship with someone, they're supposed to be a big part of your world, right? Right. So when they yeah. keep coming back and it's like smaller, smaller, why is I'm just just rude? <laughs> like my devices. Yeah. Um, and I think once I learned how to live without her and she was no longer my end destination, my own dreams were my end destination from like 
2016, I'm like, I'm trying to be like a host. I'm trying to do acting. I'm trying to be like, you know, the Will Smith. I'm trying to be like Nick Cannon. Mm-hmm. Well, not Nick Cannon because he got himself removed. Right. But like a black, <laughs> a black host doing those things. Like I even said in my podcast, I want to host like... I don't know if it's the Grammys or the Oscars. I want to host with my little brother because he's a host too, like Michael Wade. He's episode 10 of Dreams Money Goodbye. Uh, so it's like those type of things. Those are big aspirations. And I'm no longer centering my dreams around a woman. She's a, That is still a dream where it's like I want to do all these things and have all these accomplishments, mm-hmm. have a lovely wife, have amazing kids, family, have mm-hmm. a great family, have all my friends and family, make a lot of money and be safe so we can just make money together. But once you're not part of that dream and I'm not part of your dream, like what is what is the point now? Because we're not even friends anymore. Because now it's something that I'm passionate about. You're trying to like dismiss or like close it to something else. Yeah, that's important. That's and that's something very, that I just couldn't let go. I'm not choosing you over something that I love. Like yeah. that's 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 growth. Because the old me would have been like, all right, cool. Yeah, but the new me is just like, nah, I'm never gonna put someone above my dream. Nobody's number one except me. Yeah. So did the her blocking you? Did that end the relationship? To me, because I don't wish her happy birthday. She doesn't wish me. Yeah. Oh, shoot. All right. Because <laughs> you wrote in the question that you still follow on social media. Oh, I so. think I, I probably answered that wrong. Because probably earlier at that time, I probably did. And then, because when we did the questionnaire, it was like, I knew, because we are in like, whatever recording is. Yeah. But it was like, earlier, I was. So when I realized that I wasn't, it's because that announcement happened. Yeah. So I didn't answer right. So I apologize for that. But now I don't. Like, I don't know what she's doing. The only thing I know is LinkedIn, if she gets some type of conference or whatever i don't really give a fuck uh, i'm glad she's doing great in her yeah, career she reaches out now like after unblocks you and reaches out i wish they could see my face nah she <laughs> i it, it's really no point like i don't have like exes that i'm cool with outside of tyra just because you know tyra is a cancer and i feel like when it comes to water sign women there's a cancers i'm not gonna say water sign women because rayana is a different oh, sign God. so like cancer women are different because she gotta be there's like how how <laughs> how cancer cancer women move is like they want to make a home and as a person that I feel that instinctively is like I also do it so it's like a competition where you want to take care of me and I want to take care of you so but the only issue is that's ideal but the only issue is if you both aren't emotionally attuned to yourselves or you know how to like de-escalate situations yeah. it'll get messy really quick so as friends it's amazing but you know dating wise eh but two I two cancers it's just clicked they all two cancers yeah never, but oh no no but the thing crazy. is that we're still cool because while she is her she used to be a model and now she's doing like fitness modeling but she always would pop out to comedy shows and I'll be like supporting her with her fitness thing so obviously we didn't work in a relationship but as people that generally fuck with each other's vision and, and journey yeah. we we care about each other like we'll check in and be like I hope you're doing well and we're dating other people but it's like I wish her the best and I want her to win so if there's any opportunities I always throw it her way and vice versa yeah. so that's it. That's the only ex that I'm really cool with is Tyra. Everyone else, I'm not. I don't really talk to because there's no reason. Because we're not generally friends. Like that's right. the most important thing. It's not because you're trying to own me. You're trying to like manifest me into a way that you want it to be. It's like we're we actually care about each other's dreams, but we just know not to do it together. So that's it. So the, to answer your question, if Serena hit me up, I one I don't have her number saved, so it'll be like who's this, and two is like oh it's you. Then it's like. Then it's like, nah, I'm good. You blocked me. You might as well just keep blocking me. It's like there's nothing to do because I don't. <laughs> I said that to somebody too. Yeah, it's like, I don't care about the relationship like, anymore because like you've done this two or three times where you blocked me and I have to find out that I'm blocked and I'm not gonna be on those just sending like emails <laughs> or I'm trying to do like cash apps or like I don't. Wait, you did that too? I've never done that before. Oh, I Wait, did that what? Once. Say it again. To get my message, I got blocked on everything. <laughs> Someone did that to me, and but I sent the dollar every time. That you sent though, yeah. this person requested. Oh, was that a message with the request? Yeah. 
Yeah, like oh, I sent the dollar. How you like, oh. request? Like you would have a response baby if you sent money. Like, that's that's wild. But nah, it's not even pride. It's just I value myself so much more that's now. Right? Mama on my show to and talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was nuts. I'm not chasing nobody but. that has me blocked. There's quite a few people that have me blocked. But I feel like if we're blocked, we're blocked for a reason. And yeah. I still can I wish you success. That's, that's my mindset now. Yeah, yeah, I still wish you success. And you know. Rihanna blocked me recently because I made that joke about like, but my ex better not be making it. And it's like, you blocked me, but I don't really care. I blocked you too. So it was like, Whoa. that's, I have interesting relationship with exes. Yeah. So, but just to end off with you, the point, long story short, yeah. me and Serena, we're good. Like, as in, she does her thing, I do my thing. She messaged me. I'm good, love, enjoy type thing, like future, and just keep it moving. What was your um, healing process after this? Like, what was, what Bro, even with the on and off thing, I think for me, the healing process was like in college. Like when I was in my sad boy face, when I was really sad and being like a whore. And it was just like, and being a whore doesn't help. But it's like, I started to build stronger relationships with my friends outside of Serena. Like right. she was my number one friend. She was like person, the love interest, mm-hmm. best friend. So if you had that all tied in one person, it sounds romantic and good. But the problem is when you lose that, you lose everything your world so it was like i started building a tribe of like men that i'm cool with and a tribe of women that i'm cool with that those are people that i care about those are people yeah. that i like working with and as that's yeah. kind of grown over the years a lot of my close friends even to this day those are like 10 to 15 year relationships where those are my dogs right so for me it's just like really they letting me be sad and just like all right you're cancer be emotional and yeah. getting through it and then also sometimes going to therapy and just really just analyzing myself and it's like this wasn't gonna work you know and it's okay it's not gonna work everyone's egotistical about relationships having to work and sometimes they don't have to work and yeah. i think taking that off like you really want them to work but now that i'm on the other side where it's like that 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 healed like probably like after college i would say like 2016 once we we both knew when we were kind of like in our situationship that this wasn't i'm over it like once i'm over the situation where i can still be cool with you and i don't feel jealous if you're talking to someone else because i don't see you that way i don't care so that's why it's been this is like an easier conversation where another situation it would be more difficult because it's more recent and it's like i can talk about this and if this person hears it other than probably a day spell thing they probably get upset they probably agree with most of it like yeah you stupid numerous times in a relationship or like Mm -hmm. us trying to be into that and it's like she'll appreciate my growth and my maturity as an individual having my own like 10 toes down being a man stuff like that but i i have my own viewpoint and you don't have to agree with it but you have to respect it and if i don't feel that respect yeah. then there's nothing we can really build on when it comes to a, a friendship Shoot. Yeah. your biggest lesson learned from that relationship never put anybody on a pedestal never because put anybody on a pedestal because when you put them on a pedestal it will always disappoint you it's like don't put your idols up there don't put all those people because they're they're people right and when you put them up there what happens when they're no longer in that position you kind of like you kind of like look at them different. You got to see people as whole people. Cause a lot of times when people date other people, you're not meeting the person that you need to meet. You're meeting the represent yeah. the rep. And then it's like, after you meet the person, it's like, I didn't really like you. I like the idea of you. And that's the issue that a lot of people have in social media Especially where you'll look at people. Fans. Yeah. They'll look at, all right, llama, llama, we're not, please, please, please. Yeah. I want to get Llama, you're having a good podcast. I don't want to cancel it right now, <laughs> right, bro. Please. I don't want Tasha's canceled. I definitely don't want mine. I love, I love her. Yo, so, so, but just, like, yeah. but, but just because like that is what ruins a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships because you're not seeing the person. A lot of times we're just like getting in love with this idea. And then when you see that it's not that then you're crushed when it's yeah, like yeah. now again I'm crushed when it's like I want a date where it's like we're complete transparent alright 
You got niggas, you got a roster, cool. Don't hide that from me. Just like be, because a lot of people are like on the iffy side, but if I know you as a complete person and I still rock with you, it's a more solid bond than if you are if you have to hide these things and I find out later, then it's like we're not built on the foundation trust. We're not built on me actually knowing you, but just that. So I think that's the lesson where it's like, I don't want to put someone on pedestal. I just want to like you. So let's spend time with you and figure you out. So if we could make this a thing, I'm ten toes out into this thing because I know who you are and not just this concept I have in you. Because when that's broken, we, then I no longer want to be here. And then it's just we, we we waste each other's time instead of just really getting to know each other. So that's what I would tell people. Don't try to put them up here. Like, yes, you can love them and like them, but just try to be, see the real person. Not like, well, you need to be this person for me. Like, no, that person has their own existence that they have to fulfill for their it's, life person. At this point, we have to realize like it's about... Meshing together in someone's life, or yeah. that person meshing with yours, not like it has to be the perfect mm-hmm. thing that you want. Because that I don't, I don't think that's that's real. Like, and like you said, a lot of times when you date, you do meet the represent the representative. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I want to know the real. I want to know if we work together. Um, does your plate meet? Uh, does your plate? Match my plate or right, like, add to my plate. That's that's how, yeah. yeah. And vice versa. I feel like that's how we work. Because a lot of times, the whole dating Olympics that people keep doing on social media, I don't listen to that. I don't really care yeah, about. Yeah, everyone everyone cares about that. And it's like, look, just do what works for you. Because yeah, that's yeah. the problem. You're like, you're trying to impress people that are not in your date. You're right. trying to impress people that are not even in your life. Like, if you are if you have a happy yeah. relationship, are they going to be there? Yo, when it's like, know. no, they're not. People follow Twitter rules. Um, I've noticed that they are really not in relationships. They feel yeah, every they're, time. They're yeah. not or happy. They're just, yeah, so like, you have legit have to do what's best for you. Yeah. So I think Even as far as like the whole. Not to get on that, but like the whole the person has to agree. You have to match everything. It's not possible. Like, like like you just said, you have to be able to respect my opinion. But yeah, yeah. Natasha, have you ever heard of non-monogamy in relationship? Like cheating? No, no, no. (laughs) So wait, hold on, hold on. Okay. So Howard put this in his questionnaire, right? Because you know how how well I asked your relationship status. And he skipped everything. Single, situationship, he skipped everything. And went to open dating, non-monogamy. Open dating. Now, I had to pull up Google. I was like, I never heard of this shit. I learned that word like earlier this year, so I can explain that. All right. So, you never heard of it. I learned about it like a day ago. I mean, I feel like I've heard of open dating, but that's just dating. But non-monogamy. It's like, so it's like, I don't, hopefully I didn't try to make it sound smarter than what, that was just retarded. (laughs) But it's kind of like, um, so you know, like an open relationship. So it's not like we're committed to each other, but you can date other people. I can date other people, but it's more of like the emotional. Until you're committed? Yeah, until we're committed. So it's like, so it's like, but it's like, it's like, like I was saying the full transparency of a lot of times when people are dating, they, they feel like they have to hide their moves. And it's like, that creates so much more work for you when it's like, yo, this is what you're doing. This is what I'm doing. But I fuck with you. Like you're obviously priority because you know more than everyone else, obviously. But it's like, but it's like really getting to know a person. And I get it. It sounds complicated just because again, I'm coming from a situation with like Rihanna, where it's like, I gave a lot to a person and I'm really unlearning a lot of things where it's like, do I really want to commit to one person? Do I really want this type of, what is the definition of relationship I want, right? right? So for me, it was like, yes, it's open dating, but I know what I'm doing if I'm dating another person and she's dating another person and I'm comfortable with that because they're being 100%. Like that level of transparency to me isn't the same when it comes to like traditional monogamy because a lot of times people make side moves and they don't really be honest because they're trying to get what they want out of a situation. So they're doing things from a place of self and not for a place of us because we're telling each other everything 
we're keeping each other in mind. We're really trying to build on our type of identity. And it's like, they're probably yeah. going to come to a point of like, it probably don't want to talk to these other people. But we just want to see to make sure it's like, if I do, there's that option. And it's like, I'm okay with it because we have a friendship. Yeah. And it's like, that's, it's, it sounds murky, but it's just like, the, that's the most important thing, building the friendship. So you actually generally care about the person, not to own them, but it's like, in your life path, yeah. your journey, I'm along it. And what form it is in, I'm along it. So we're going to see what it becomes. My friend um, actually got married. They sort of did that. Um, so they was dating other people. Like, literally, and, like, and told each after... Other, like, right. But I don't think they... They didn't go into it with the intention of dating, but they yeah. became, like, friends first. So, like, after a date, they legit was linking up. Not for sex or anything, but, like, they were just hanging out. And then, yeah, mm-hmm. now they're about to that's be a different. year married. Mm-hmm. Because they were just up front, like, oh, this date was trash. Or, yeah, not yeah. saying it, that that's how open you guys are, but, like... No, we are. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, me, I know me personally, yeah. um, I make it real clear. Uh, well, for one, when I say I'm dating people, I tell yeah. them, well, not now, but I tell them, like, yeah, I'm dating. And that's all you need to know. Like, just understand that there is someone else. But I also make it clear, like, I like you. So, yeah. This is what I want, and then if the per- depending on the other person's response is like, oh well, since I'm still now, dating, yeah. Now do you like, tell the situation? So, so I think you think because like if it's a new person, let's say you have a person, right? You don't need yeah. to tell the new person that because they haven't got to that status. But like if no, you're no, no, no. so like the person you like, the person you like knows everything. But if these are people that you're kind of like specking out, you don't need to give them the same breakdown no, no, as a person that okay, you like. Okay, okay, That's okay. it. Yeah. You're thinking I'm telling everybody when it's like I'm not trying to hide it, no, but you no, just started talking to these person. So that's like the person that you would call like a franchise tag of the sports. Like this is a person that, you know, I really like, but before I sign to the long-term deal, like I'm seeing other people, but you tell the franchise player all the time, which is different in sports because a lot of time in sports are very shady. They don't do that all the time. But that's the most important thing where it's like, I'm letting you know how I feel about you emotionally along the journey for changes and stuff like that. And that's the type of clarity that I'm learning for therapy that I want to be. Because a lot of times in relationships, I wasn't always clear in how I felt or how I feel in a situation where I'm scared about this or I'm dealing with this or this is how I feel about us right now. And I feel like when I'm dealing with someone with such a high emotional intelligence where it's like all right that's shitty but they can process it because of like their background where they've learned certain things so it's like i'd be scared of it being a fight when we're just having a very intellectual conversation about our respective feelings and it's like damn i feel and of course in my mind don't want to jinx it that's why i was like i do see this person long term but it's just like building that comfort of i'm unlearning things there's certain things that i've done in the early part of the relationship that yeah that i i was in trauma from other situations where it's like this reminds me of someone else so it's not you so it's like giving that that pace giving that grace to like grow and instead of like people want to rush in a relationship to say they have a relationship like this is a person that i trust and that i care about i can hold you as far as that i'm very open or was very open with this person, I legit was like, I like you. And then the person was like, well, I like you too. And it was it was quick. <laughs> but I it feel like... Old. It was like... Because first of all, this person was like, well, it's expensive to date a lot of people. And I'm like, word. And I'm like, but I like really like you. And he was like, I like really like you too. So like that was yeah. that. Now, I will say the, the troubles come because... It, I'm not gonna say it was fast. I don't regret it, but like you are learning the person still. Yeah, yeah. Like it's kind of like you're learning in the relationship instead of like learning and then the relationship. What you're doing, yeah. So sometimes it's a little. It's a different because testy. just giving you honesty because I don't really talk about how I am in relationships. I feel like learning in the relationship when I'm learning those nuances is yeah. like I. It's like learning a car when you just got the car, right? And yeah. it's cool because it's different because every mm-hmm. car rides differently. And then you kind of grow to like it. But it's like there's a lot of things where it's like if I knew this from the beginning, I probably yeah, wouldn't. So, yeah. And this happens a lot of times where it's like now that I'm getting, I'm doing this process of one, still being a good friend, 
but also we're doing like romantic things. Well, so I didn't want him to add nobody else. So. Well, and <laughs> I was, hey, no, it's not. It's being honest for what she wants. I was, but she's but she honest for what she wants. But like they already knew that they was like I really yeah, want like, this we, to work. But for oh, me, it because was a different because yeah. we like legit. For me, I've never yeah. like clicked with somebody yeah. like that. Or how it happened, yeah. right? So I was just like, I ain't losing this. And then he, well, actually, this person was way more expressive to me than I was them because yeah. I was kind of like, damn, I really like this person, but I don't want to be like that girl that's like crazy already. Yeah. And also, I'm like, I'm a cancer, so am I already in love? Like, because that's just me. So, um, yeah, but I don't know if I've had the moments of, damn, if I would have knew this first, I wouldn't have. But it do get testy because now it's like a lot of feelings involved and we're like, shit, I love this person. But this get on my fucking nerves. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's it's different because I feel like a lot of times with the Tessie things because I have that base of we can have conversations. So because I'm learning that a lot of times, old me would be like, oh, I don't even know if we got this conversation. So I'm gonna try to act in a way where it's like I'm just being myself, yeah. right? And oh my god, it's eyelash in my eyeball. So I'm sorry. But um, I think because of that, I'm feeling way more comfortable mm. emotionally. Where I'm not a person that shares how I feel a lot of times, like. Outside of like my close connections, mm-hmm. so it's like I'm. I do f- care about this person a lot, and they're doing a lot of. They've been through a lot in their life, right? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I really want to see how much she can grow and how much she's helped me grow in a lot of ways, and I help her grow in a lot of ways. And you know, I don't want to jinx it, but I feel like it's turning in the right direction. But I feel like a lot of times. I'm nervous a lot of times because a lot of times I've spoken things into existence. Like when I have it, there's a lot of things where things come up and I get insecure. And I again, I didn't have the tools to communicate those insecurities. I didn't have the tools to be like, I am scared right now and feeling okay. Where I've been on dates with some women is like, nah, that's not manly. You can't express your vulnerability with me. And I've dated, and that, that that's like that's not the type of, and that's like a person where it's like, I know I can't date this person, but it's like again, I need to be able to feel safe talking because again, as a cancer, and I think Tasha probably agree, emotional security is of the utmost like importance to me. Like, my close friends are like family to me, so I can talk to them about anything. So if my person, and a lot of times the downfall of a lot of relationships for women that don't even have nicknames or having that weren't that substantial to have nicknames is because I didn't feel emotionally secure with you anymore. And it's like after that, once I stopped really having you in like to those integral conversations, yeah. these are the day-to-day important things I need to deal with. Like, I'll talk to you, but now I just know it's your problem. So it's like, and you know, one of the young ladies is like, yo, how come you didn't, it's like, I told you this before, but then you're not listening. So it's like, now I'm drawing away from you and it's like, you made it about you in a situation that really, if we're being honest, wasn't that serious to the thing I was dealing with. Right. And then you made it a priority. And if I feel any type of emotional like insecurity, I'm not interested because I know we can't handle a lot of things because I can't talk, right? Gotcha. So that's why for me in relationship, a lot of people, even with What's a Good Guy, when I was like dismissing relationships, that's because I came out of a situation with Rihanna. That was the mindset. I was talking like, I'm not really cool with those people. And I don't really care about those people. Like, mm-hmm. there's a situation. If you want to know the situation, I explain on What's a Good Guy, but situation. But... I wasn't in a state of mind. I, I'm feeling lovey-dovey. I want to buy bags. So I bought some. This young lady, uh, uh, tell tell Tarkar back. So I bought her the bag and stuff like that. So it was like, yeah. So like, you know, she's said she. You, you was on yeah. the waiting list for that. No, I bought it. Like I was, I had a, the email notification. That's what I'm saying. You had the. Yeah, I had the email notification when it oh, came. I bought like it. I had it. So it was like doing those type of things where I'm getting back into that bag of being thoughtful again. Because yeah. I just, because oh, it takes a while. Because like when it comes to my friends, people be like, "Yo, making time for this, doing this for you, like yeah. make sure." If I care about you, I believe in you. Yeah. But when it comes to like romantically dating, a lot of times I used to do that beginning, and then it's like, damn, it's taken yeah. advantage of and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm a little cautious because once I give you like the keys to the castle, you have so many resources. You're able to do so many things. 
things. Mm-hmm. But I have to make sure if I'm giving the keys to the right person. And it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what gender the person is. Who I'm speaking for everybody. I'm very cautious with the keys because mm-hmm. this is important keys. Because when I was oppressed like three or four years ago, it was how I didn't really want to be here. Like that's when it's like, how do you deal with someone where? that person's emotional intelligence wasn't that good. It wasn't that productive and they didn't know how to problem solve. So that's why now I feel like I'm in a healthier place. I'm trending upward. You know, I might be, quote unquote, in a relationship in a year or two, but I don't want to rush it. I don't want to jinx it. (laughs) No, but I'm not... You know well, what I'm I mean? Taking slow. Uh, no, I'm taking this no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It could be less. I'm just saying I don't want to jinx it because again, I if I, I feel like I'm gonna jinx sometimes, and sometimes for certain things, with interpersonal things, I've jinxed it. So I don't but really don't, don't get in your own way. If you feel, mm. just allow yourself to feel. Yeah, and Legit. I feel like that's important. So I appreciate you, uh, Tasha. But I think that's what's important with everything we talked about when it mm. comes to um, what I've learned and how I am with trying to be back into that romantic, thoughtful thing and just stop being scared of commitment stop being scared of love i feel like that's what's important i think that's what a lot of men run from they love they run from love because they're scared because they got hurt from someone and they haven't processed it and a lot of women hate it's like yo you're stuck in that place but they don't have the tools to get themselves out that place and then they look at women to fix them it's like women can't fix you i had to fix me and a woman can't be my therapist she can't be my everything that's why i pay one you know and having her you know someone that's that looks like us she's around the same you know, ages and she's married, so I can like look at her like that's what happiness can be, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm looking at. Like, damn, this is possible, and I'm seeing that every time, every day. And I think it's gonna have a good ending for me because I'm trying to undo the work from my upbringing and old relationships and trying to be a better person so I can be a great husband, a great father, and great like asset to the community, you know. And I think oh, that's yeah. the type of energy I want to walk with. That's good, man. I like that's that good. for real. Yeah, <laughs> small clap. Man, that was that was good. In a short way, like a short. I'll keep it short because I know we've been yeah. going. Someone going through a heartbreak or a breakup. What are some ways they can overcome it? All right, Coop, super short because I know I saw. Uh, <laughs> one, get back to the basics. Get back to your hobbies and uh, kind of like get back to you. So you need to sometimes do friend dates, do yeah. your own dates by yourself. Like if it wasn't COVID, I'd probably be in a the movie theater. I would go on movie dates by myself. I would just I go eat by myself yeah. or I would do adventures in the city by myself. So you have to reconnect with yourself yeah. because a lot of times in a relationship, you can lose yourself. So just get back to the basics, reconnect with your friends and family and just find find love again within yourself because then you can share with someone else so I kept it short I there now Shoot. What, what's that? like in a relationship like yeah. not I didn't lose myself but it's like sometimes you do get dependent on the other person to oh, like yeah. just be there and it's like well sometimes they can't especially with being in COVID so yeah I'm like kind of so this helps taking you, myself right? out yeah yeah, yeah. oh alright it's so important like you're because an individual it, now, yeah. Huh? You're more of an individual. In no, like, so I was that before, and then you get in a relationship, and it's, like, all about that person. All like, right. y'all together. Like, yeah, what are we going to do together? When am I going to see you? But it's, like, I want to do this, and this person doesn't want to do that, or, like, they can't do that, so am I just not going to do it? Yeah. And then you'll get sad and depressed because you, like, lose yourself. Yeah, yeah So, yeah. like, now I'm, like, no, nah, I got to take myself out. I yeah. got to do this. I got to do that. It's healthy. healthy. Yeah. But a lot of people lose that, though, because Shoot. they... They get warped into their person. I let people know from the jump. I need my time, and then I'll make time. Yeah, but it's not like I have my time, but <laughs> yeah. they still have the majority of my time. I just that think that, to real quick, it's just the most important thing is, um, and it's something that, regardless of the entanglement thing, I used to like look at that relationship with Will and Jada before that. Uh, you have to really see yourself 
see themselves and you have to see the relationship. Mm-hmm. Those three different things, right? And see this is why... Self, see mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah, because it's like, there was a quote that they said, it's like, is, in a relationship, there's six people in a relationship. There's you, mm-hmm. there's a version of you that you know, and the version of you that she knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's her, the version of her that she oh, knows, okay. and a version of her that you know. So that's like, the issue with all those six people, right? Because a lot of times we have these type of ideas and stuff like that, but you still have to still be you. You have yeah, to still yeah. do your hobbies. And of course, take into consideration this person, their schedule, and make time, do dates, do creative things, buy each other things, trick out on each other. But you have to still be you. And I feel like the relationships that I've lost myself in, I lost who I was. And when you kind of like make them or the relationship more important than anything else, it's not healthy. Like you have to still be you so you can make your money and you can be happy. Yeah, yeah. And then also be happy and present within the relationship. Yeah, yeah. Because without it, there's no balance. Yeah, I agree with that. You just gotta ride. They gotta support. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is what I'm doing right here. Friday night. You with it? Nah. But that's it. I can't wait to talk to Are, we, are we still talking about the song? Huh? The song. The oh, song that I picked. You know, you, yeah, you know my whole podcast. This is every week. <laughs> um, yeah, song you like to dedicate to your ex. I totally forgot. What did I write? Drake something. What did I write? Drake. I knew it was Drake. I just, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't what LaShawn put. Do Not Disturb. Yes. Why did you choose that? One? So I put "Do Not Disturb." I can't even think of what that is. I don't even know what that's. I, I don't that, do Not Disturb is on the end of his that that playlist album, the uh, uh, "More Life." More Life. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite closing Drake songs, right? And it's just super relaxing. But this is going back to what you asked before. Serena <laughs> messaged me, and it's like the whole answer is "Do Not Disturb," because right now I'm trying to be, and it's not to be rude. It's on my way to excellence. I'm trying to be like on billboards and stuff like that. So. Don't try to like reach out to me now when I'm doing my own thing. Cause yeah. before I was really open to so it's not even just dating, but like being cool with each other's life. This is a person that was a foundational piece to me. Like you could have been married and do whatever, I can be married, but we were like mm-hmm. close people yeah, to each other. Yeah. And to have like that type of communication and you just like do it like that, where it's like this is how we're gonna end, it's like don't come back again because I'm not really here for like a third time. Like I don't really care. Yeah. So just leave me. You do your thing, and just that's what it is. And just love on this side, but just far on this side. I don't really want it to be disturbed anymore. Drake, do not disturb. What do you think she would say about you? Um, (laughs) I mean, as someone that's seen all of my, she just knows that I'm a super hyper ambitious person. That I really want to be there for my friends and family. That I really want to make an impact. I think that's the most important thing. Like outside of sometimes I'm a knucklehead or maybe. You know, lack self awareness in certain things, but I do generally want to be a good man. We're all yeah, and I think that's what she'll probably say outside is be being. I picked Dave Chappelle over a Serena Williams body type, and it's just like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Will she point at you as the person that ended the relationship? No, she she will blame herself. Oh wait, when you said end, I I thought you meant like and that. Well, y'all released. Well, she blocked you. She, yeah. She point the finger at you, like, oh, you did this. Da, da, da. Well, she probably would because she said because my perspective is I'm defending my viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. she's gonna be like, if I did something different, then but then guess if I did something different, I wouldn't be me. So I'd yeah. be in a situation where I am dimming myself to be something for someone else. Where it's like that's not what I want to do, and I feel like she could point it to me, mm-hmm. and I own it. Because that's her perspective, but for me, it's just like I mean, we're not really communicating. If, we, yeah. if that's what happens, so if she if she wants that to be the case, then that's the case. And it's no disrespect, but I feel like it's just like a communication. Whereas, like I thought we were so cool, I'm, I just wake up blocked, and it's like, cool, I'm not gonna chase you. I don't really care. Live your life, and I know you have all the tools to be great. Just be great over there. Yeah. So, last question: um, Have you ever written any jokes about her? Yes. 
she was actually there when I actually, but it's not a bad joke. It was kind of like one of those, uh, I think the only bad joke would probably be for Riri. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just because of like, even like, even though we're not friends anymore, me and Serena's like, I, it's not a bad not friends. It's like, you block me. I'm not salty about it. It's just like, all right, cool. You need to do what's good for your space. But I think it was like some type of like funny sex joke or something like that, that she was there. And she's like, was that joke about me? And I was like, yeah, I, was like, I like that joke, you know? <laughs> and it was like, but it wasn't a bad disrespectful joke. I haven't written the one for Riri, but she's probably not going to like it. That's cool. Don't date rappers, poets, and comedians, ladies, because you will be material. Yeah. Or any creative in general. Yeah. Facts. Any last words, Tasha? What, what have you learned about Skip? Does it change your um, perspective perspective about him? Sure. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, um I like vulnerable skip. Like, vulnerable well, I like skip. vulnerable people. But yeah, yeah. yeah, um that's interesting. I mean, I don't know what I pinned you as as far as relationships. You don't talk about it. Yeah, at all. So like yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm you're soft though. <laughs> Not in a bad way. I like softies. Like we're I cancers, like, so we're, we're I caring. Like, yeah. I like that you're in tune with your feelings, and um, I also appreciate you recognizing like I wasn't really me with this person. Mm-hmm. So I think that's important. I think that's what I want it's for all your guests. Yeah, because yeah. I'd be like, did you find you? Yeah. But I, I just think it's not to take shots at any of the other guests. Yeah, but they don't have that words because I'm I'm talking to someone like as my therapist, not dating, but like. But I feel like I have two therapists because, like, the person I'm dating has a background where they understand they can have these conversations and not mm-hmm. be emotionally charged, but they can have it be level-headed. But also, I'm talking to a therapist that's giving me verbiage that's like, oh, this is this type of trauma. This is this type of thing. Mm-hmm. And this is why you feel this. Mm-hmm. So when we do these type of breakdowns in certain parts of my life where we talk about dating or we talk about how I, my upbringing or certain things where it's like, this is what we're tackling this week. These are the homework assignments I got to do. Like, I do stress. And it, mental health, like, help can come in many forms for men and I know it's pride if you don't want a therapist I don't give a fuck how it has to be I don't care if it has to be yoga I don't care if it has to be meditation I don't care if it has to be like you weightlifting and then having like a peer coach that'll talk to you about things but you gotta talk because a lot of men overestimate their ability to problem solve because once I started doing therapy seriously with this person I realized that I wasn't shit when it came to a lot of past relationships and friendships I wasn't shit because I had someone talk to me that's like, bro, you weren't shit. And then when she gave me the words that like, expressing in a you know, scientific yeah. way like that, where I couldn't take it personal. I was like, this is it. This is what you told me. This is what it is. I had to start looking at myself into being more accountable for my actions. Like, yeah, people like me, but do I like me? Very important. Do I know how to tra- like, translate that to someone else so they can also feel the same like for myself that I feel for them? Yeah. Those are important things. And a lot of people don't communicate as effectively as they think they do. Sure. And if you can't do that, women are going to be stressed and people are going to be stressed. And then y'all not going to have a great bond that y'all could have if you did the work. So please do the self-work. Women are not our, our, our re- rehabilitation centers. I saw that on like Twitter. <laughs> like They're not our rehabilitation centers. They yeah. need to be able to have a safe space in you just like you need to see safe space in them. So cultivate it. Because if yeah. they can't feel safe with you they're gonna feel safe with someone else and you're not gonna like that so make sure you build it up so it's nice and tight and stop leaning on them and start to lean on yourself we're all strong we can do this word mic mic drop we want end on that note yeah mic drop where can people find you skip Y'all Yeah, cool. I didn't want to cut you off. I, as like a podcast host too, I just hate cutting people. Uh, so for me, you can find me on um, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Carrier Pigeon, like Skip from BK. 
Um, you can follow Cove Alpha for all of my articles and the posting for my podcast. So I have one podcast out. I have a couple more in the works. So please be on the note for that. And uh, just stay tuned because, you know, as Outside opens up, I'll try to have more comedy events, host more events with, you know, some of my peers and we get together. But I hopefully educate you and show you debauchery because I do have quotes every day and other right. positive things that I try to give to you guys for the free. So I've been doing that for three years, like three or four years daily skip. So there's some way I give some time of positivity to your life so hopefully i add yeah, something yeah. add something to your timeline that's dope tasha um i am tasha from tasha talks a lot uh, i just have the podcast right now that's everywhere Instagram. and you have a book yeah. and you have another book coming out and you have other things coming out this is yeah. what we talk about like you so know, put yourself out quick. there no i never do it yeah you don't um, you, be just, you be fast forwarding this part come on talk your shit on the last book so i published it myself yep I didn't like it though. Yeah, you're gonna redo it. You like, said it. I want to redo everything because a lot of people do it. No shade to them, but I just want it to look a certain way because I'm not really doing it for money per se. So like, mm-hmm. I feel like I have time. But I am writing a book about like how I feel during quarantine. Oh, mm-hmm. right. so cool. the other one was called um, "All the Shy Should Have Sent," and this one is um, just literally my feelings. Um, mm-hmm. And trust, it's up and down because it's my daily feelings. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know if one, anyone wants to read that, but whatever. They're probably, um, they're probably. And I have. Be. Would you mind? It's my mental health little hub for. It's it's supposed to be a curriculum, but it's you know, an after school program slash whoever wants the help. Yeah. Because I've been sending the like outlet to. I mean the the outline to adults, and it's mm. been working. So that's good. Um, that's what I'm doing. That that's Finally, it. So you can actually talk about the stuff you're doing. I'm, I fucking have anxiety. Like, <laughs> I feel like, like she was gonna pass for pie that if I didn't what? say that. Um, but I, I am trying. I'm trying to get a logo done for like both Tasha talks and because I feel like you guys have like once you see it, it's it's yours. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't mm-hmm. know. If, I don't really have that. Um, yeah, I feel like we would like yeah, that. Get that. Yeah, yeah. So like brand recognition, and I'm trying to. I've been listening to y'all in our you know packed little meetings. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I love it. Growth. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to just put myself more out there because, like Skip, I promote everyone else. I'm like, nah, listen to this and do that and mm-hmm. connect people, but I don't I yeah. do not do it for me. And I feel like I do have, I guess, the talent. I don't, what's crazy is I don't even say I have talent. I don't even know if I do. It's crazy. I, listen, long it's time. Kind of, it's wild she says that when she says her talent was to talk. She right. she admitted it that before. That like, like, I feel like I know I make myself say it, but yeah. you know how some people are like, I do this, I do that, and I'm just like, yeah. Girl, you gotta, I'm here. I'm you, gotta, here. you gotta feel it. So, but yeah, find me on Tasha Talks underscore a lot, and um, yeah, shit is coming up for real. Right. Thank you, Skip. For Wait, what about you? Man, I said in the beginning. Uh, okay. I'm doing stuff in the beginning. <laughs> follow, <laughs> follow, 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 Llama. Follow, yeah. <laughs> follow, views, views, and X on on Instagram. Is your is your uh, handle the same on Twitter and Instagram? No, I don't have a Twitter for views and X. Okay, so me. I might change my name because I don't be on Twitter like that. I used to be. Yeah, I think stop. it's just like Llama. Like, Llama B1-1. Somebody stole my name. I changed it before to hide from somebody, and they stole the Llama B name, and it's like a random page. That's messed wow. up. But yes, yeah. make sure, <laughs> so make sure you follow. Llama B1-1 on Twitter. Yeah, that's wow. Okay. Sucks. Yeah. But oh, buy your buy shirt. Viewsofx.com. Yeah. Uh, listen to all the old episodes. This be like Skip. Be prepared, yeah. guys. Be prepared. <laughs> Skip listens to everything. I don't know yeah. how you do it, but. I do it. 
Oh, during man. work And I do it on a faster speed So I don't listen to everything oh. On one speed So that's why when I yeah, had a bet if, if anybody uh, I first did it Because I won money From What's a Good Guy Because they, they bet I couldn't Listen to all their episodes In like two or three weeks And I listened to it On 1.5 speed yeah. Instead of one speed So if you listen on one speed It's basically If it's an hour It's an hour But if it's 1.5 If it's an it hour It's down. like 45 yeah. or 35 minutes So you, you're cutting it down So I'm consuming more Podcasts And technically our brain cool. Can yeah. take in so much more Information listening It's just that Since we're, whatever speed it is our brain's gonna adapt to it so if i wanted to listen to two times speed my brain's gonna adapt to that eventually so, i've tried two and it's not yeah it doesn't yeah. work but a 1.5 some, some to me yeah 1.5 is a perfect thing for me so if i'm listening to all your podcasts yeah. i'm listening to it throughout the workday because i can't listen to music because it's distracting but if i'm listening to something that sounds educational which most podcasts do yeah. Yeah. it's like it'll help me and it stops with anxiety because it feels like again i'm in a company where i don't have a lot of black people yeah. so i'm getting listening to my friends because they have black voices <laughs> so because it sounds like you guys are around me so yeah. i'm getting to listen to that Monday through Friday and if it's eight I'm listening to it 40 hours a week yeah. so I'm crushing a lot of episodes on a weekly basis so that's why it right. sounds like that wow I do that too but not the 1.5 yeah. I'll try that one okay thanks for having I mean, thanks for having me in your office all yeah. space and everything like that thank you for coming on the podcast you already know finally got it done and that's been an episode I don't ever know how to in my podcast <laughs>